Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh... Occasional alcohol consumption. Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we edged him out, we beat him, so it's all good. Uh. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So it's about 10 a.m. in the morning on Sunday. What is it? 1035. Uh, 1035. Yeah, I'm late. Sorry. Sunday, January 19th. Uh, This is episode 48 of the Black Flag Podcast. Does that sound right? Who's number 48 that we know of? It'd be Jimmy Johnson, wouldn't it? Yeah. Isn't that fellow that has a yellow car and black numbers? Oh, Is yeah. Logan Melcher, I think. Is that his name? That's Could 41. Uh, Is it? Yeah. I don't know. So I don't know the guy's right. name, but isn't there a... Oh, Ryan Linehan. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. If only there was... Was there anybody else that used to run 48 that we know? Uh, Gary? Madugno, yep. Gary yeah. Madugno? Yep. Bobbert Timmons the third. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, him. Uh, uh, Yep, that was that was subtle of you. Yeah, that was subtle. Of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we are back uh, a week removed from chaos. Yeah, uh, <laughs> livers exploding and tampons going every which way. Uh, we're back in the tandem payment studios again, episode forty-eight. I'm Charlie Sanborn at C Sanborn I I I. To my right, Brad Saucier at B Sauce Nine Six. And in our uh, normal spaces again, right across from me is Bobby Timmons. That's at Bobby Timmons forty eight. Except for Snapchat, that's Grumpy Cat forty eight. Someone thought I deleted Snapchat because you haven't said that in the last couple episodes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry for that. I guess, <laughs> I guess they'd look forward. to Grumpy that. Cat still alive and well on Snapchat. <laughs> so no guests in the studio this weekend, but I do believe we have quite a bit to talk about. So uh, what, what's happened? We've had the Chili Bowl. We've had you know some NASCAR announcements. So some snurrenders. So yeah, how how was that? So Brad went to the snow enduro at. Groveton. Riverside Speedway. It's now named like it should have been. Once was Speedway 51. 51. Has since changed back. So I've never been there because that's pretty not close to where we live. So how was how was that? Uh, it was it was not warm. It was not warm. Uh, the A balmy zero. Yeah, I, I didn't want to go in the well, first place. Brad was like, I'm going to leave around 9 o'clock on Saturday morning. And I, I got up, I looked at my phone, it said negative 2. And I was like, I'm going to stay in bed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I kind of just assumed. <laughs> I kind of just assumed if you late. didn't show up at my house by nine, which it was. I mean, even if you were coming, it's right. a solid chance right. of it happening. Not you know whatever. I uh, I was like, yeah, he's not here by nine. I'm just gonna leave anyway. So, uh, I think when I woke up, it was eight thirty, and you had just sent a Snapchat of the Aaron Hernandez documentary. You're right. doing your homework because we are going to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> come up in a little while, and I was like, I guess he's not going because that lasts like three hours. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the drive there was very sketchy. Uh, we got right as I got in the car, it said our ETA was like twelve fifteen and three hour drive, whatever. And, uh, then I get a message on Facebook from Adam Lovejoy and he said, Hey, hundred dollars to you and Megan, if you both will score for, uh, Travis and I, I was like, uh, yeah, that's fine. Cause you know, whatever, uh, I like making money and I was like, all right, well, our ETA is 12.15. Is that cool? Your race doesn't start till 2. Because they're going to start it at 12, but they're going to have side-by-side races, which was badass to watch. Uh, and then he was like, 
Uh, yeah, but the scorers meetings at 1145, which makes way little sense when the race doesn't start till two. Um, and I know the side-by-side races were the thing, but there was like nine of them. I think you can score it. You know, someone that works there could score it pretty easily. And so I started pedaling uh, a little bit faster, going about 85 down roads in Naples that you shouldn't be going 25 down. Keep in mind, Groveton, New Hampshire, there's no good way to get there. No, no, God, no. Like, like there's At one point, you go down a road that it says it's an interstate, but it's like barely two cars wide. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like legitimately, when I typed it into my maps from where I am right now, it was like go up 302 through Wyndham. Get to Naples, go through Bethel, and then you're, you know, close to where you that, need to that's be. That's Memorize the directions because you're gonna lose service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you have to go. It was like one one. <laughs> Print of the, out a map quest. Thing. Yeah, yeah, like literally, you have to. You have to. And and it was funny because like half the towns that we went through were like old. They all had like painted signs. It was like fish here, and it, you're like. No one knows about like th- this town's deserted for sure. Like there was houses that you're driving by and like there's cars in the garage, but the garage is like collapsed on top of it. And you're like, I wonder who's dead inside there. I wonder when they're going to find them. But uh, no, it was like funny. We were going through like a lot of, it was like a lot of old, seemed like old mill towns and shit. And then we went yeah. through like this one town where there was like Buffalo on every sign. And it was like home of the famous Buffalo burger. And it's like, where do you get Buffalo meat in like wherever we are right now? Like Waterford, Maine or whatever. I don't know. But yeah, when I typed it into my maps, it was funny that like, it was weird that one of, one of the directions took you down 95 and then like straight up through all of New Hampshire. And I was like, that seems like a waste of time. The next one went like around Sebago Lake the other way, which is the way we came home. And it was like one minute quicker than somehow going all the way up past Sebago Lake on the right side through Naples and Harrison. And like, it was a very, very weird like drive, (laughs) but basically I I needed to shave 30 minutes off of the ETA and all of the side streets barely fit a car with the snow. And they were all snow covered still from Thursday's storm. So that was fun. A couple times I was going 70 and got a little sideways and was like, ah, I'd rather get there and watch the races than uh, be a scorer today. I think uh, $100 might have to stay in Adam's pocket. But we got there at 11.48, so I almost, almost did it. But uh, that was a couple times that I was driving, and I was like, well, I'm criminal speeding right now, so basically for $100, I could go to jail. But I wouldn't even get the hundred dollars. Like I'm, I'm, you know, really looking forward to that. Because you'd be in jail. Yeah, but right. and then also if I got it's a, a real poor ticket. business decision. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm literally contemplating it as I'm driving because it's such a long drive that you, you kind of lose focus for like a very long time. And I started thinking like if I get a speeding ticket too, it's gonna be more than a hundred dollars for sure. So I don't know what's worth it. But yeah, I got there and. Uh, they had side by side races starting at twelve. That was badass. There wasn't a lot of them. It's a kid from Wyndham was... that won it. Yeah, kid that we went to was... school with, Brandon Bryant. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. yeah, he won. And then another guy. I built a roll cage for one of them things for this guy a couple of years ago. This guy is a lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he finished second or third, I think. So good for those guys. It was. They also made the three hour drive to. Yeah. Go race on a quarter mile high banked oval with a side by side. I bet that was fucking wild. It was badass like we we got in the car to to warm up and then they said that they were going green like a couple minutes and i was like i'm i drove all this way i'm not not watching this race and then got up on the fence and it was like they were so sideways and i was just waiting for one of them to overcorrect because like the wheelbases aren't that big in the car so i was like God, if someone overcorrects they're probably gonna roll it and that's and like i, I said they're see. racing on a racetrack i mean oh, there's yeah. concrete walls and catch fences <laughs> yeah and... i didn't realize how how high 
like the banking was at the racetrack. This so, place has a shit ton of bank. Yeah. So it was it was neat to watch them. There was only like they had like a well, they had side by sides, and they had like turbo side by sides in a race, and like it was there was only like six of them in both races. But there was a couple battles that were like they kept like bouncing off each other, and I was just waiting for something to go wrong and them to end up like the chili bowl, like fucking flipping into the fence. But now it never happened. But the the enduro was neat. It was the bank track was way cooler than Oxford, obviously. Um, Oxford it was like the the snow enduro was kind of like a one groove racetrack where you know you get up a little too high and you're probably just gonna get stuck. And uh, this one was neat because it was almost like there wasn't much snow on the racetrack. It was just all ice. And even when the cars were pulling out onto the track, it was funny. They were, like, trying to just get to line up, and they would just slide right down the banking and into the infield. They would do that in July on a dry day. Yeah. I can remember going there. I raced there with my legend car once, but I've been there a few times for pass races. And and guys would pull onto the track, and, like, the back of the car would, like, slide down. And then it would, like, surge the fuel out the overflow out the back because of the way of the angle of the bank. So the racetrack's just covered in fuel for practice. Oh, good. That was always funny. Yeah, it's exactly how you want it. It was was neat, though. There was, like, 83 cars, which is more than Oxford. And there was, I don't know, there was a solid amount of wrecks. I was was scoring for Travis Lovejoy, and uh, Megan had Adam. Adam didn't make it too far. There was couple vans out there adam had the advantage at oxford because he was the only van so he could kind of like body people out of the way and trucks were a separate division well this one they had trucks and vans and they were just out of control like there was this one van going down the back stretch it overcorrected and hit adam into the wall stuffed him in the fence broke something adam had to you know get out at the next red flag but the van came down and clipped travis in the right rear and almost spun him up into adam it was <laughs> it was a disaster but uh, for the last like 70 laps, Travis didn't have a uh, right front tire. It was flat. It looked like it was just wobbling the whole entire time. So like every single lap, I'm like, that thing's going to fall off. And it just never did. And uh, there was a couple times like I lost sight of him at the beginning and I just wrote down a bullshit time. Like I, I gave him, I gave him a couple extra laps and I didn't realize cause I've never scored before. So like I was trying to like think of ways that you could cheat, like not I I was trying to figure out how to not get caught, <laughs> and so like because you know I don't know a four second lap. Well, I was trying to figure out how to like I didn't know what you could really give him as for an advantage. So I'm looking at the lap times and I'm like like doing addition and subtraction like as I'm watching him on the track and scoring him. And I'm like, all right, so he's running about about a thirty second lap here, thirty second, thirty six, thirty five. I was like, ah, if I just give him like a twenty eight and then a twenty eight, and then just score his next lap. I don't think they'll know. So I gave him an extra lap. And like, then the lady comes up and we're on like lap 25 or whatever. And she's like, is anyone scoring lap 22? And I'm like, fucking Travis is on lap 25. There's only two of us like on lap 25. And I was like, Ugh, I don't think he's doing that good. Like he, he was up. He was like, he was probably in the top five, like the whole entire race. Like he was consistent. He was like one of the only guys that didn't actually spin out or get stuck at one point. But like at the end, he had just, he slowed down cause he didn't have a tire and, but yeah, like there was only a couple of us. Like there was like at one point there was four of us on lap, you know, sixty or whatever. And then at the end, I gave I gave a couple bullshit laps so that he was only five laps down. But he was getting freight trained by a lot of guys because he couldn't turn. Um, but yeah, he ended up finishing in the money, so <laughs> that's good. I would have felt bad if I took a hundred dollars and then Adam only made oh, it twenty not laps. That's and... by freight trained by other guys. <laughs> no, sorry, no. Uh, yeah, he almost nailed it. Well, jeez. Should get to answer the internet, but uh, <laughs> no, he he uh, yeah he made it in the money. Luckily, with a P five finish, he probably would have finished fifth anyways. There was there was only like nine guys that 
ended up finishing the enduro anyways. It was a hundred laps, which was a little. <coughs> well, now excessive. that you just admitted to cheating, they're going to listen to this and they're going to. Nah. Yeah, they're going to go back and, <laughs> after the fact and take away his fifty dollars prize. Does price. Travis know this yet? <laughs> oh yeah, he knows. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I accidentally walked over in the drivers' meeting, and he's like. Like how was scoring or whatever? He's like, uh, I was like, well, I gave you a couple extra laps. He's like, shh, shh, shh don't, <laughs> don't say that till we get over the other side. Like, All right. <laughs> he like he was standing by himself, but there was other guys that had just finished around him. I guess like sta- like standing right next to him, and I didn't know anyone. So it's like, yeah, and I wrote down Brad's logic. If I don't know them, they can't hear me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. that's exactly how that works. Yeah, it's like that fucking dog whistle that only dogs can hear. <laughs> People can't hear me if they don't know me. Uh, All right. Yikes. So, do you do anything this week? No, no, not really. We went to Joey's Friday. We did. Yep, we did. Two of us drank. One of us just sat there like a yep. fucking bump on a log. <laughs> that was me. That was me. Uh, <laughs> and then didn't do much last night. Just uh, didn't watch the Chili Bowl at all, which I'm sure we'll get into that. But that race just does not interest me anymore. Yeah, I saw a collective zero laps of anything from the Chili Bowl. Sponsor wants us to uh, shotgun beers. You in? Yeah, sure. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> We don't have any beer, but yeah. it's uh, ten in the morning, Evan. We'll uh, we'll get you on that one, just not today. Wait, why are we shotgunning beers? Evan wants us to race and see who can shotgun the fastest. Didn't we do that at the the, the coop that one yeah. day? Yes. The and I won. Yeah, he posted a out of the three of us. Oh, Dan oh, lapped the field. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even know that. I, we he posted. Uh, you were already blacked out by then. I'm oh yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm not good at shotgunning in general, and I don't. I think I forgot to breathe. Brad would drink shotgunning. quicker through a straw than a shotgun. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, I'm not good at it. Like I, I'm not bad at it by any means. Like I could beat some people, but I'm not. I'm probably not going to beat either one of you two. Like there was a poll. Evan Evan posted a poll. Like who do you think is going to win in a shotgun race? And uh, I think I voted for Charlie. But I don't remember that. I don't. I remember voted the for me, I didn't, and then, and then I, I voted for me with the show account. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize that there was like a, there, there, there was like an actual because I, I I remember I put the hole in mine, and Bobby was like, "Why is your Why is your hole so small? Are you gonna put a restrictor plate on?" Yeah. I, was like, I didn't know that there was rules to this. Well, I put it. I had a small hole in mine too, and I didn't know. I, I'm so bad at it. Like nine times out of ten, when I go to poke the hole, there's beer flowing everywhere. Someone's poke. getting covered. Dan, poke the hole. I think Dan just took a whole side off the can yes. and yeah. just went whoop, yeah. and it was gone <laughs> yeah like, wow yeah yeah it was, it was actually pretty wild but yeah no i think i voted for charlie but now I, I don't remember anything about that black flagged fucking thing i didn't even know when we the, shotgunned so the best part about the black flag party was you putting your face in a snowbank because the wings were too hot yes oh yeah that happened <laughs> yeah <laughs> that happened definitely we do a lot of shit i feel mm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah we should probably start recording some of it like <laughs> with, a, with a video camera <laughs> But uh, yeah. So no, I didn't really do much um, yesterday. Didn't not doing much today. Football on today. Um, Brad broke some news late last night. Uh, he's gonna be joining us in Atlantic City. Ah, yeah. let's go! Yeah. Yeah. So I had to ask my my favorite Asian buddy at work uh, if you'd switch my switch schedules with me. Cause I, I don't said have favorite agent. I was like. <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> Him too. Yeah. No. Uh. I so I, yeah, I have Saturday Sundays off, and you guys are going all out for it because I know this is one Bobby tr- no travels one time that he he enjoys traveling. It's all so. his traveling in my so yeah. yeah. eleventh yeah. year yeah. of driving to New Jersey to yeah. watch uh, battle bots on a hockey rink. Yeah. He's yeah. He's he's leaving two weeks before the event. And, uh, <laughs> <I'm> leaving today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. Friend of the program, Justin Harris, he uh, is leaving Friday. So all I have to do is take off Friday. I already asked my favorite favorite agent. Your Fajian Avron? Fajian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> whatever just whatever just came out of my mouth, yeah. <laughs> my my favorite, favorite Asian. 
agent. He uh, yeah. Your favorite agent. He would switch agent. schedules with me, so now I'm only gonna have Saturday off next week, and I'm gonna have Friday because my schedule starts on Saturday. So I'll have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and uh, I can't wait to see Brad's I will face be in the first Atlanta. time he sees it. <sighs> yeah, because you can't wait either. I'll it doesn't make sense until you see it. It really doesn't. It, I, I think of the loudest thing you've ever heard in your life, mm-hmm. and then times it by like. 12 women. and then just automatically assume that that is second place now <laughs> yeah. uh, so that'll be yes. fun we'll probably do a show down there because there's a lot of fucking downtime yeah yeah um yeah saturday morning is usually the like, your, your bit to recover and so that we'll probably do a show so if you're a f- if you're a friend of the program it's going to be atlantic city uh join us yeah if you may yeah come yeah. make stories with us i'm yeah. sure we'll tell them and do cool things on Friday night, so we have things to talk about. Friday night's like normally kind of low key, like it's just qualifying races for the go karts and the slingshots, and then they do like prelim races for the TQs. But TQ numbers are way down, so really, yeah, wouldn't expect that to last long. Interesting. Um, yeah, so looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, that's in two weeks. I'm two excited. Weeks. Not not this weekend coming up. Yeah, the one next. after. So yeah. Yeah, if you think uh, like the chili bowl, the shit whip, the shit whip count is high. When these guys wreck there, they're actually going like wicked fast, and it catches, and then it seen you hit all of the hard. Five broken backs. Yeah, I was there for while one. I've been there. Uh, Yikes! Watched a guy we thought died. Uh, yep. didn't die. Um, he's very messed up, but he's not dead, so that's good. That was uh, Tideback, wasn't <laughs> Mike it? Mike Tideback. Yeah. yeah. So this Mike Tideback guy, the first time I ever went to AC and raced was 2010. He caught on fire. And like really bad. He himself. The well, the car ah. during the race, and uh, both he, are unfortunate. He just combusted. So, it was, it was like, <laughs> so right from the get go, this poor guy just, which he has won the Gamblers Classic in Atlantic City, but this was I think three years ago. Now he uh, crashed cage first, and, right right in front of yeah, us too. Yeah, right in front of us. Yeah, he it like he like I think he biked it. And yeah, he jumped it, a wheel coming to the checkers in the prelim on Friday night. He jumped a right rear, and the thing just went cage first into the wall, and that. Uh, Took the impact with his head, yeah, yeah, which is bad, typically. very, very yeah. bad, right? So, but he's not dead, so that's good. He's he's actually okay. Um, well, not dead, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, anyway, enough about death and destruction. Yeah. So how was your weekend, Charlie? <laughs> My weekend, I I didn't do a ton, really. I don't think uh, I helped Russell do race car things one day. Uh, I promised him I'd be there all week, so I was there for a day. Uh, Sounds about right. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, just went to work all week. That's really it. And then went to a a, a show at a bar last night and didn't drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 13 mm-hmm. Black at Chaps. 13 Black at Chaps. And you didn't drink. I did not. That's That was difficult. That's tough mental fortitude <clears throat> to go to a bar. Tell me about it. And 13 Black fucking slaps. Yeah. Like, I <laughs> love yeah. 13 Black. Yeah, they, they do pretty not bad. <laughs> they do, like, all the alternative and rock from, like, the mid-2000s that, like, we love. Yep. And, uh. Had some good times with 13 Blackout. Yeah. Yeah. So for those that like Soul Mojo concerts, you're stupid because they're trash and you go, you should just go to 13 Black. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's a take. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yesterday, uh, banged out your homework. I did. Finished it. I did. Last so day. do we want to save that for the end of the show? Since it's not, let's get all the let, Yeah. Let me get some notes. Let's get the here. racing right, stuff so out of the way. I, chili Bowl. Chili, chili Bowl. I didn't see any of it. So I didn't either. People <laughs> tell me what happened. <laughs> I watched. I watched all of it. So, yeah, I got I got home last night, and I told my buddy, like, or my roommate earlier in the week that uh, well, he, he was going to 
watched the Conor McGregor fight, and I was all in on that. And then, <laughs> if you uh, had thirty-five seconds to watch something, that's all you needed. Yeah. Uh, well, he worked at four in the morning, and the fight started at twelve fifteen. So good for him. He was in bed by twelve sixteen. So uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Uh, so you watched that then, right? Oh yeah. I've yeah, never yeah. seen somebody win via shoulder hit to the no. face. No, well, like, even the guy, like, even Cerrone or whatever was, like, I've never seen that before. And, like, the second time he got shouldered in the face, you kind of, like, look at his face and it looks like he's, like, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> well, have, have you have you ever broken your nose? Uh, yes. It's, I think so. It, one time it's the worst so. every time. Hmm. Like, it, it, it takes you, it, like, I don't know how to explain it. You're just so taken aback that, like, you don't know who you are. You don't know what anything is for, like, a solid... Like yeah. forty five seconds, that let was, alone when somebody's trying to hit you in the nose again. That was the about the time that when when he was trying to figure out where he was, that uh, Connor kicked him in the side of the head. Yeah. And those uh, Durbin kicked in the yeah. side of the head, but I assume those don't feel great. Did you see the end of it though, where he goes like down to him? And he's like, "Hey, yeah, he kisses him in the forehead." It was <laughs> it was my shoulder that hit you. And yeah. then he like gets up and leaves. <laughs> well, no, he, I think he was like reading him like a fucking bedtime story or something. Like I did like it almost didn't out. look like it was on purpose though. You know what I mean? What the, like the shoulder the to his sho- face? Oh yeah, it did. But like, like at least the second one, maybe not the. Well, first the second one. one, he's like, oh, yeah. that worked. And the, then the he's first like, one, the first one, he, he like shouldered threw him, him an uppercut with yeah. his shoulder. Yeah, the first one, he shouldered him, and the second one, he like places himself, like does a little shimmy, like gets his shoulder really low, and then fucking whap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice <laughs> dude, <little> whap. So <laughs> quick jab, but uh, yeah. So chili bowl. Yeah. Uh, oh right. Yeah. Back to that. Yeah. Uh, I like to do a neat thing, and uh, it's uh, just be lazy and not do anything and i have two tvs in the living room just hooked one of them up to the chili bowl and one of them up to uh the conor mcgregor fight that whole fight card and just uh, went to town on chips fucking DiGiorno, uh all of it yeah so i watched i've never Small watched a chili bowl every day. yep that happened uh, alleged, <laughs> allegedly it's legal now yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've never watched a Chili Bowl, which is probably the only reason why I, or the reason why I was the only one to watch the Chili Bowl. I assume you've well, seen enough. Th- for me, and we talked about this before we recorded, and I, I'm not shitting on Kyle Larson or Christopher Bell, so don't take this as that way. But I said to Lindsay at 5 o'clock yesterday, or last night, I was like, I have no interest in watching this race. And she said, why? I said, well, Christopher Bell is going to get out, and he's going to lead early, and he's going to find a way to give it away at the end to Kyle Larson, and Larson's going to win. They're the two best drivers in the entire field with the two best race cars in the entire field with two of the best budgets in the entire field. And I've already seen that song and dance plenty of times. And I woke up this morning, and motherfucker, I think I just about nailed it. Yeah, and you know what's funny is I've never watched a Chili Bowl. Um, have you ever watched a Chili Bowl? I've never watched a Chili Bowl. Brad's never but... watched a Chili Bowl. Wait, have you? You've never seen it? Never, Never <laughs> once. So you've never watched the can I get to Can I get to my point that relates back to Bobby's point? What's funny is Watching Bobby's first ever Chili Bowl. Rob, I've watched like 20 Chili Bowls. Yeah, I've watched like eight-ish. I don't know if you've heard. I've never watched a Chili Bowl. So Brad's Bobby and I, watched Chili Bowl. at about the same you've time, Bobby came the... to the conclusion that Christopher Bell and Kyle Larson were going to be like, you know, one and two. Uh, having never watched a Chili Bowl, that, <laughs> I also came to that conclusion. Just I just assumed that was going to happen. Right. And what happened? That happened. There's so. really – I don't – to say there's no rules is probably false, but there's very little rules. There's like four rules. And like the – there was a stretch where Rico Abreu was dominant. Well, right. he should because he's a fucking 100 pounds lighter than every driver out there, and there's no weight rule. Hmm. Hmm. Ever think hmm. about that? There's no weight rule? No weight rule. Interesting. 
So you yeah, got these guys building these cars as light as possible. Well, I was going to say, then, that's probably why the, the bodies are all fucking carbon fiber now. And, and then give me a driver who, uh, if I sawed my legs off too, I'd be 100 pounds lighter. Your, your legs weigh that much? Uh, they're, pretty, they're pretty big. I got pretty big quads. <laughs> Friggin' tree, <laughs> tree trunks. Pretty big quads. Uh, I'm a little upset that a midget can grow better the, facial hair than I can. He's got a hell of a mullet too. Yeah, yeah. it's almost becoming just like long hair. At this yeah. it's not. It's <laughs> yeah. not just. A, it's more than a mullet. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a little upset. No, so the, uh, like Bobby, I've, I've seen. I'm a, sure the race was entertaining as hell. Don't get me wrong, but it just it wasn't. Yeah. But, I, I had I had a good time. But like Bobby, I've I've seen multiple chili bowls, and I feel like even within the last five years or so, there's been like it's always been one of the biggest races that you can win in terms of it's got to be the biggest race in the country car count wise i think there was 370 entries this week yeah, yeah. it's got it's got to be close yeah one of the if not the like you said highest car counts but i feel like in the last even 5 years or so there's been so much publicity around that event for whatever reason because of people like Kyle Larson or you know the Chase Briscoes or the um, what's Logan his... CV, right? And Tanner Thorson, and these but, guys that are winning all the time. And but you used to races. you used to watch it and see somebody who races midgets Sammy e- every week. Kevin, I mean, Sammy Swindell and, and Kevin Swindell are father and son. Kevin beats Sammy for the win, and Sammy gets out and he's pissed. Hey, motherfucker, jumped the last restart. I didn't have a fucking beat yeah. me. Like that was your kid, bro. And he's <laughs> yeah. pissed. Yeah, but it, it, it used to be you, you watch the guys that do midget racing every week. And this was their time to shine on a bigger stage. And now you've got guys like Ryan Newman and all this just coming in with a million dollars. I mean, like Ricky, Ricky Stenhouse, Alex Bowman, Ryan Newman were field fillers. Yeah. Non-factors. Didn't even make the race. Right. Alex and, Bowman wasn't bad, but Ricky no, he's, Stenhouse was comically bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you say bad. Enough. They made it to like the C and B main, which is right. the top 10% of the field yeah, still. Yeah, right. Yeah, you still went through probably six races to get to that point. With the money yeah. Richard Stenhouse has, I would. I, expected, I mean, there was. I expected more. There was some guys from New England area running, and they were like, "Yeah, we had a real good car in the K Main, and just didn't have any luck." It's like you were still 14 races away from making the yeah, race. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, that's the thing, obviously... though. Like, even if you win your race, like you're still, you still have a ways to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, like Tyler that. Tyler Thompson, who won the Oswego Classic this year, was driving out there for the um, Seymour Brothers, famous midget team from Massachusetts, and. He won his heat race on Friday, Thursday, Wednesday, I don't know, whatever night. And, like, that was a big deal because right. he never passed another car the rest of the of the weekend. Right. He was in the E-Main on Saturday. That's wild. And there's two – There was they had all the way back to the O-Main, and there was two of every letter. So there was 26 concies. Well, uh, I, I, I – Sounds like an event I would want to see in person. One of the times I went to Eldora the, for Fall Nationals, UMP Fall Nationals, they had – a zillion UMP modifieds there, and I think we we were in like the the P or Q fucking main or they something call it like the that. alphabet soup. Yeah, trying to <laughs> and like there was this I can't can't remember who it was to save my life, but this one guy he made it through like fucking six races and. With that shit, like you literally, you make the show, you come back in pit road, you, you have like thirty seconds to before drive you're back to line up area and go back, right back out, out on the racetrack to go out to try think, and get into the top seven again or whatever. I think that's it was. why they do two of everything now, is so that you know, like the top two from O main one get the duration of O main two to right. get ready for the end main one. You know, yeah. No, it was an interesting race. You know, I was just waiting for someone to get shit whipped because for the first like five races I watched, like no one even and people spun out. Speaking but, of shit whipped, yeah, the Oof. guy that I shared on our Facebook page Oof. whose face hit the steering wheal in a full on Dale Earnhardt situation, his neck went Bad. from the the seat to the steering column. 
Yeah. There was enough room behind his head to put another head behind his head and the seat. And it went from yeah. there straight down. And he had Han's device, like, the clips on his helmet. They were not hooked up, obviously, because <laughs> a human neck should not stretch like that without death. <laughs> and uh, I guess the guy didn't die. We'd have probably heard about it if he did, but holy fuck, buddy. He has CTE now. Yeah. Oh, at least. Oh, <laughs> at least. Speaking then, of CT. <laughs> and then another, just another note. I had this guy. I've never heard of this guy. Apparently, he's pretty good because he was locked into the race before yesterday started. Uh, Thomas Meserol. Adderall. I don't know. He apparently had to leave the Chili Bowl yesterday to go battle his baby mama in court. Oh, oh, good. Um, what a bitch. Didn't what go. A what a bitch. She would pick that date. Didn't yeah. go well uh, for him, and his flight got delayed like nine times. So it was like, oh, bud, this guy who's locked into the race tonight might not make it. So it was kind of a story for a hot minute on uh, on Twitter. I actually followed him just long enough to see that he did get to the racetrack, and then I unfollowed him uh, yeah. naturally. Uh, but, yeah, got a police escort from the airport. He missed, like, the pole shuffle, which was – the pole shuffle was 10 guys that were already qualified, but a race to – How, how was he locked in? Do we know that? Must have won his prelim something. night or, or had the most passing points or something. Right. Uh, so it ended up kind of not really being a story anymore after that, but he made it and raced, I guess. I don't know. He didn't win, so. <laughs> yeah, it was solid. It was, it was quite a day. Like, oh, I'm going to lose custody in court and uh, then go race the Chili Bowl. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> what a day. That sucks. <laughs> what a this day. Kid, I can't remember what his last name is. Cannon. Macintosh. Macintosh. That's what I thought his it was. first he, name is Cannon? Cannon. What a name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoa. He, you could tell he was born in 2004. Does he That's look a like a cannonball? New, no. He, really? looks, he looks very 12. He looks like ah, if you beat him, his daddy's for sure going to sue. Like he looks like he went, he took his fire suit off and <laughs> threw on his vineyard vines. Have you seen that meme of like all these kids in like fucking like? <laughs> They're wearing the loafers and the button-up shirts and the pink <laughs> yeah. shorts, and it's like all the world of outlaws rookies, rookies waiting for their dads to <laughs> unload the cars. <laughs> That's exactly who that kid is. He, I mean, at least what he looks like. But, but you, you also have to keep in mind third. though that like sprint car drivers and midget drivers, and they are a different breed. Yeah. They are not your you have Saturday night. to be slightly night. unhinged. But they're they're not your Saturday night uh, stock car driver. They're, this kid was driving for Keith Coons Motorsports, so all of the money. Right. Yeah. So, like, uh, naturally. Yeah. Like, sprint car drivers, midget drivers, open wheel guys that do, like, a lot of the dirt stuff, they are, uh, I don't know if preppy is the right word, but they are a different, they just look different. They act different. They're I don't know how to explain it. I mean, I don't know if it's so much nowadays, but the reason the world of outlaws got its name was because the guys that were racing sprint cars back in the eighties were fucking outlaws. Yeah. Probably not the same now. No, they're, they're just that they're, I don't know. A lot of them are from like California and stuff like that, which is going to be different than a new England fucking late model guy for sure. So I don't know. It's just, it's an interesting dynamic. Yeah. I know that kid, that kid, uh, I, I had a good good time making fun of him for a while, and then he finished third in the race, I think. And I was like, well, I guess he's, I guess he's all right at doing what he does. Um, Again, best of equipment, best of budget. So yeah, when you start, when your first two out of three cards are aces, no matter what your third card is, you probably got a pretty good hand. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I did enjoy. Well, oh, I I want to see anyone other than. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking three card poker, but yeah, yeah same thing. <laughs> I want to see. Uh, I want to see anyone other than Christopher Bell win, just because he had won the last three. Correct. Won the last three. I didn't want to see him. Th- win that four. means I'm capable of winning three Chili Bowls. 
Yeah. Because I beat Christopher Bell in the Oxford 250. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what that is. I means. did kind of want. <laughs> that I, means Rusty's going to win the Oxford 250 now. Yeah. Because he beat Bubba Pollard. Yeah. 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 Rusty's going to go finish second to Kyle Bush in the Snowball yes. Derby now. Yeah. Because he beat Bubba Pollard. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Poor I, Rusty. Uh, I don't mean to sidetrack you, but he texts me this week and he's like, why does everyone think I'm on the show? I have nothing to do with you idiots. I'm like, well, we always talk about you. <laughs> and I said, normally you're there and you're too drunk or you're not there to defend yourself. So it's normally not good. Right. And, and he's, uh, this is one of those instances. Oh yeah. I'll just sit in the corner and be quiet. That has happened zero out of all of the times he said that he would do that. Yeah. So you got to shit on him. Yeah. A couple times. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Full and when Rusty is drunk, he is full Russell. Full he Russell. is. He fell asleep on your girlfriend while we were recording that show no, last week. Well, yes. you like, say that, but his feet were on the ground. His yeah. body was at a 45 degree angle. His back was like angle. on her knees. They were, they were shaped like an L or yeah. a T. It was what a wild show last week was. The whole weekend was just. Yeah. Whoa. It was wild. So just to go back, the Chili Bowl finish, um, I assume no one watched it <clears throat> other than me. But uh, yeah, Chris Rebell, like Bobby said, uh, well, Bobby guessed, I guess. Um, Chris Rebell led the first 35 laps, whatever. Kyle Larson took the lead. And uh, for a second there, Kyle Larson looked like he was going to give it away. Uh, they said that the uh, the announcer was like, yeah, the, the cushion's more like a, I don't know. I don't think they said cliff, but they're like, oh, oh it's more like a fucking whatever. And so basically you don't want to hit it. And Kyle Larson hit it like four laps in a row with like only a second lead. And I was like, this is classic Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson's going to give this away. And uh, luckily the last like three laps he uh, pulled away. And, uh, did you did you see the thing where the track got fucked up at one point and the guy had the track manager or whatever had to rely on an iRacing yeah, scan they from like two up, years ago? They fucked up the radius of one of the corners and they couldn't figure out what was going on. It was causing a glitch in the track. And I'm like, how do you – this is real. Like, like the, not, what is yeah. a glitch in real life? So yeah. I didn't read any of the articles, but – Kevin Iannarelli is pretty high up at iRacing, and uh, I'm friends with him on Facebook, and he said that they called at, like, midnight that night and was like, hey, send us all the data from your scan. We need to look at something. And they remapped the track out after looking at how they did it when iRacing scanned it, fixed the problem. They walked what over a- there, and there's just, like, a corner that's just a little blurry. You're like, yeah, got a fucking glitch going on over here. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, yeah I'm sure that's what Why is there a, a error 404 blue box in the middle of this corner? <laughs> Turn four is blinking. Can, yeah. we make that? Can we fix that real quick? Uh, oh, fucking turn four is using Wi-Fi. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> oh, that is the worst on iRacing where the pole sitter is blinking and you're like, I <laughs> racing is a lot of fun, but they do a terrible job at explaining. Like, you think you can just take your MacBook and your PS4 controller and just go win races. Wrong. That's not the case Wrong. at all. Yeah. yeah, my favorite's the guys that use it like the – even the arrow keys on their keyboard. And the wheels get, are just the wheels are just ninety lock, degrees zero, lock, nine, lock, <laughs> right and left. You're like, what is happening? In that? Or if that their internet's shitty, you're behind the guy and you go into one, and then it just disappears. You need, <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Okay. You need and then like, it reappears, and you're inside their fucking car. You're yeah. like, ah, I don't like. And your screen just going four x four x four x four x four x because you're the game thinks you're crashing, but yeah. you're it's what a fuck show. I've I've never played, I've never played i racing, but I I play when I play NASCAR. He I stopped playing it because the same kind of thing happens you're driving into the corner and someone just disappears and all of a sudden you're getting like right reared by them like it it, it just pisses it pisses me off like someone will flip in like turn one or like turn 
yeah, like going into turn one, and then all of a sudden you're going through the corner, and then they just like land in front of you, <laughs> they like spin out of control, and then like they like block like block you as you're going for the lead. Well, so. NASCAR Heat is the most the realistic game yeah. that you can get no, on the market. It right is now. literally Yikes. like the worst game ever. Wrong. So how was the uh, yeah, any guess, racing news guess... weapons fucking race this past weekend? <laughs> well, because I saw a couple heat races. Because Dan Collins does a nice job in terms of there's a broadcast for it. Yeah, you the can most monotone guy I've ever heard yeah, in my life for sure. Okay, I... why racing weapons taking the track for heat number one starting on the pole driving car number twenty one? <laughs> that's David Oliver to his out. It's like, but you you actually did him justice on <laughs> that. Like, I'm sure he's a nice guy, and, and I don't know. I mean, if I didn't race, I would do this for dan because boy we could have a fun oh, i bet class. we i bet we could do it but i like yeah. racing in it too much to step aside but uh, yeah credit to dan he doesn't race with us he just runs the show we had 50 cars um and four guys tried to enter but it was full dan again put, computer simulation we're talking about yeah right? yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, dan put it at 50 thinking well, like 20 and uh, so we had 54 guys try to race street stocks at irwindale um <clears throat> took I don't know, seven through each heat race. And I qualified through my heat race. And the the best move of the heat races was Johnny Peters. He started, he draws dead last in the last heat, which if you know Johnny personally, every time he goes to the Oxford 250, he draws dead last and gets crashed. <laughs> so John's theory was kill before I'm killed. And he put, <laughs> he put four guys in the wall in lap one, turn one, uh, which eliminated all the cars so that everyone that was left qualified. <laughs> Solid move by John. <clears throat> so they take uh you should try that at the 250 did you see uh joey i think it was joey israelson's where he like last lap goes from the wall down into the apron and passes the guy for the lead like within the last like 10 feet in the heat race yeah yeah he did that that worked that actually brandon wilkinson did that to me on the last lap for a spot in the heat race um and then friend of the program adam jocelyn almost made it stick for the last transfer spot in the concy um so they <clears throat> took 30 through the heats in the Conti, five provisionals. And uh, I got a sound bite for how the race went. Do you? Do you? <laughs> uh, I thought I did. <laughs> Chaos. <laughs> um, it was a fuck show, but you had way too many cars. 35 cars was way too much. I got up, I think I started 20th, and I'm up to 12th. And I'm following Brandon Barker. We're coming out of four, and Barker just turns the guy in front of him. We're fresh off a restart. <laughs> They're two and three wide, 30 rows deep. Barker turns this guy. <clears throat> it looked like a Talladega wreck where guys were just clipping guys. The wreck was moving forward in the field. <clears throat> and I think out of the 35 cars that were out there, 25 of us got in this wreck. I mean, it was bad. I ended up upside down like a fucking turtle that couldn't get back on its wheels. So I'm sitting in the middle of the front stretch under yellow just yelling, Help! <laughs> And I hear a motor rev up, and I go, oh, here we go. <laughs> Wham! I get fucking smashed, and then the thing just gets pinned up against the wall, still upside down. So Matt Gain tried to help me. Uh, he just did me a disservice by damaging the car even more. So I lost Thanks, five. Matt. I lost, <laughs> I lost five laps pitting, and I uh, came back out and rode around. And uh, we dug deep, boys, and we got back to a 31st place finish. So, uh, uh, that was the race from my end. I think Joey Israelson ended up winning it. Uh, him and Garrett Lamb had a pretty good battle, I guess. I don't know. Didn't see it. I was too busy fucking around with, for <laughs> you thirty. Too busy points. being upside down <laughs> in the catch fence. Oh, it was brutal, and it and it's so funny because you know Dan Dan has the ability to throw cautions when he wants to, and and yeah. he's probably pissing himself <laughs> laughing. Well, when it gets to the happen. end, you know you don't want to end the race under 
uh, yellow. So it gets to the end, and we're like, I'm in this clusterfuck of a pack from like 20th to 40th. Out of and 35 guys, cars. And guys are going three and four <laughs> wide, crashing into each other. I think Ed Connolly's going end over end down the back stretch, and Dan's like, we're staying green. No yellow. <laughs> It was a fun show. Uh, So it's fun. I'd like Um, to see Dan, uh, like, officiate a real race one time just to see what would happen. People would die. Do you you want to be in that race? (laughs) I don't want to be in that race, no. No, It was brutal. So, yeah. um, Give him the street devils. A friend of the program, poor Evan. He didn't even make the race. I think he was one of the ones Johnny wiped out in the (laughs) first race. Sorry, Evan. And it was like. Like I said, there's 50 cars, and I think three tents separated 46 of us in practice. Like, it was it was real close. Um, so that was cool. I don't know if that many people will show up this week. I don't even know where the race is this week. but Sounds fun. It, uh, it's a good iRacing league to have our name attached to because yeah. it encapsulates everything we're <laughs> about here. short Just, track weapons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the good thing about getting upside down and having to get a tow truck back to the pits is I could get up and get another beer. Yeah. You know, normally I run out of beer in the first 10 laps because you know, you're thirsty and you're mm-hmm. drinking. Right, Irwindale's got long straightaways, so it makes it easy to just grab a sip each straightaway. And you know, when we go to tracks that are small and tight, you, it'll be tough. <laughs> one of my favorite things to do when I still had my setup was I, I'd love to do like, um, like a hosted Daytona or Talladega races because it gets fucking Wild. It's scary. It gets wild. Like you, you're scared for your life, and it's on a computer. Like yeah. that's bad. <laughs> they used to do back in the day when I raced a lot. It was fixed truck setup at Daytona, oh my and the God. truck spoilers are so high that you lock onto the guy in front of you, and you have no idea. Yeah. You don't know what's going on <laughs> yeah. on the other side of that guy's truck. That, that yeah. guy would wreck, and you didn't know you were wrecked until you were already 20 feet in the air. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck show. It's like how I can't imagine doing this in real life. Going 200 miles an hour with the thing to the carpet just staring at the back of the guy in front of you yeah. like if that guy just takes a hard left you're going with him yeah. just naturally whether the corner's there or not yeah <laughs> chaos uh, so, so yeah that's the recap for the any racing news black flag podcast i racing weapons tour that's it's a, it's a mouthful yeah for yeah, sure yeah it's uh, an accurate mouthful. other other nascar news apparently they are for like making another set of rules for short tracks and road courses for should. the cup series uh Taking all the downforce away, smaller spoilers, fucking with some uh, pans and stuff underneath the nose. Yeah. Uh, they should probably just do that anyway. Yeah. In general. Well, I don't know. I, I was I was thinking about it because they the short track is the only thing that like I think that mile and a half have gotten somewhat interesting, but it's only for a couple laps after every restart. But I don't know. Uh, I like just the fact that the short tracks last year had like two leaders in five races or whatever, whatever it was. It wasn't. It was like. No, the most most lead yeah, Brad Keselowski leads four hundred ninety seven laps at Martinsville. Yeah, yeah, and the only person that led anything else was Landon Castle, who stayed out. And uh, yeah, that they, they I don't know. They needed <laughs> when to your do two leaders but... are Brad Keselowski and Landon Castle. You know that yeah. it probably played into effect. Take though. a hard guess on which one won the race. <laughs> yeah, like we went we went to Watkins Glen. Chase Elliott led legitimately every single lap. I'm like I'm pretty sure, and like he might have pit, and you know, I don't know, Clint Boyer might have led a lap, but. Yeah, it's they needed to do something. I'm glad that they did because uh, I'm gonna try to go to Martinsville this year for the night race, and I'm already going to Bristol. So, yeah, I say get those things a foot in the air, take the take the splitter off of it, yep. knock the spoiler in half, and see what happens. Yep, that's my opinion. So go back to 2003. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I feel that. Uh, is that the last? Uh, I might NASCAR have one news? more here. Oh, Dale Jr. Oh yeah, gonna do Dale Jr. things. Homestead. Homestead. 
in an Xfinity car. Probably his own. Yep. Yep. I think I already. No, have I it. think he's gonna drive for Jack Roush. No, that's, yeah. that'd be weird. <laughs> <laughs> now he. Uh, yeah, they already. Had, there was already a pre-order for the diecast. They looked at it. It's just a yellow helmets car. I think it's number. I think it's number eight. Yeah, number eight. I th- well, I don't know why I said. Oh, like a, a he's still, deal, so what but. he has what the one the seven the five and the eight yeah I, f- I forgot that he made that eight car for like five people to race each yeah. year I f- i'm just so Zane used to Smith. seeing him with the 88 one seven and nine right and i think he has the five too yeah no no he well he, he did have it five anymore point. he did it one no, the point. one's the michael and ned the seven's just an algar the nine's noah gregson yeah the yes. eight the eight's and i think like, you can only have three or you can only have four you can have four yeah, the eight's his so car must, that he, he has like jeb burton run yeah and like hemrick's gonna run it some i guess yeah hemrick's gonna run it a lot too. Yeah, like he, yeah, he Hemrick's like, gonna do like the majority of the season, I guess, and then Dale yeah. Jr. will do the one, and then Saint Smith, I yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so. Anything else? I got Dan's website, the Any Racing News. There's not a whole lot on here. Um, you know, check it out for yourself. But Beechridge approved AR bodies, snooze. Um, bunch of tracks, more schedules, snooze. Rumor: uh, Trevor Sanborn and Dan McKegg not returning to Beechridge in the Correct. Pro Series. Traveling. Traffic. Rumors, but it seems like it's confirmed rumors to us. Yeah, that's what uh, pretty sure Dan's just going to travel uh, with that new crazy horse deal that he's got. Uh, same thing with Trevor. Trevor, from what I understand, was not too impressed with how the last race of the season went last year. Um, kind of the whole season. Yeah. Um, so I guess Trevor is going to go do traveling things, as is Dan McKay. Yeah. So, yeah, anyracingnews.com. Check it out for all the local latest rumors and shit in New England. Oh, also, uh, we should probably say sorry to Jake Selmer. Uh, remember he... <laughs> That's on him. Yeah. I'm not apologizing. We have told... We have said on this fucking show multiple times... Oh, yeah. ...that we don't pay attention to the, the on DMs the, of the, the show. The three of us collectively make half of one person. Yeah. So and the thing with Jake, Jake follows me on Twitter. He follows Same. you on Twitter. He has my he, phone number. Does he follow... Like, yeah, you he had plenty me. of ways to contact us, bud, and you choose <laughs> the show page DMs, and you started off with, well, fuck it, I'm drunk. Well, this is on you, bud. I'm not taking any responsibility for this. I saw your fault. Don't even know what he wanted. I don't wanted us to like his it was Facebook a, uh, profile picture or something. Best, oh, no. best paint best, scheme yeah. or something best like that. Best looking car. Love Jake. Him to share Jake. If you're drunk worse. and DMing us on the show account, you probably weren't going to win anyway. Jake, we're probably yes. drunk too. So Jake is one we of my favorite human yeah. beings on the planet. But God damn it, yeah. <laughs> bad bad move. Pal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why, but I got really excited oh, for this year's Beatrice. Speaking of Jake Zelmer, I didn't yeah. know that this was a thing. The Tundra Super Late Models had their banquet yesterday, I guess, which seems late to me. But yeah, uh, he got an award for fifteenth in points. <laughs> what? I didn't. Good for them for getting fifteen cars to race. I, I didn't. Like top ten is usually pushing it. I think it must be one of those. Well, you bought a ticket to the banquet, so we'll get you a plaque. Like it was yeah. sick. It was like a like almost like a rock that was like engraved with his car on it. What the and fuck? Like, yeah, it was for actually 15? sick. Yeah, I was like, that's way cooler than my fucking eighth place trophy. Yeah. Let's like, just for shits and giggles see who finished fifteenth and passed North points this year. Just just to see. Probably only did two races. Exactly yeah. what I'm getting at here. <laughs> Probably Brandon. Baker. I don't. I don't think Jake did the full season for whatever that's worth either. Yeah, 2019 <clears throat> points. Fifteenth. Um. Curtis Gary, he ran eight out of the seventeen races. <laughs> <laughs> How many people did all of their races? Um, four, four people. <laughs> DJ Shaw, Derek Griffith, Ben Rowe, and Gabe Brown. So by default, if you ran every race, you could have gotten at least a top five in pass points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> Bummer for Brandon Barker. He ran ten races and finished twenty third, but Ray Christian ran five and finished twenty second. <laughs> 
What? So what pass does is if you don't buy a pass license, you lose 100 points per race. So Barker, if he had had a pass what? license, would have got 1,000 more points, which would have put him 11th. Did you hear that? You uh, lose 100 points a race no. if you don't have a pass license? Right. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, I didn't hear that the first time. <laughs> How much is a pass license? Like 200 bucks, I think. 150 bucks. And you get like $10 or $15 off your entry fee. Scam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds like a pyramid the, scheme. If I hear the heard furnace one. kick on back there or something, I don't know. Yeah, there's some weird whistling going on back there. <laughs> I think the, the, the Beatrice car counts this year are going to have a solid amount. Like the Wildcats, aren't they getting like six new drivers? Oh, fuck. Uh, yes, I think David Vaughn's kid has a new crazy yeah. Chris Case is moving up Chris from Case, Thursday Thunder to go Garrett to Wildcats. Lamb will be full season. I think yeah. Jared Kimball bought adam lovejoy's old car no Ooh. chris no. well chris case has the crusty deuce oh okay well adam probably has right, right, he had a hundred of them it's right. now the crusty what how do you say 15 it's 15 oh, yeah, oh. Oh. yeah why do you oh cole watson that makes the, sense uh, <laughs> yeah i was like why do you change his number <laughs> kind yeah. of no-brainer because that's the respectful thing to do when you just show up into a series and somebody already has your number anyway what, uh, shot, shots fired what do you what are you, what are you, what are you getting at there, Charlie? Nothing. I didn't say it. <laughs> uh, so do you want to go through uh, gear grinding and weapons before we yes, hit the Aaron Hernandez documentary? I got I to gotta quit gear grinds. Yep. So uh, snow plows that are on the road with no snow. Yes. They went Throwing high. sparks. Dude. Get Like going 20 miles an hour. They're what are we salting, doing? okay? I, no, I, they, I, it wasn't, though. That's the thing. <laughs> I got home last night, and when I was hooking up to watch my first ever Chili Bowl, I was trying to figure it. It took me forever because Mav TV's available on DirecTV and Spectrum and then, like, a bunch of weird fucking services. Yeah. And uh, Spectrum are a bunch of scumbags, and you have to spend – my dad has Spectrum, so I was trying to use his login. Your dad's on the Spectrum? Yes. <laughs> uh, peach doesn't fall far from the bush. So. Uh-oh, <laughs> record alert. <laughs> Uh, I got home you, last night. You lobbed up that softball. I had to take it. <laughs> I was I was in such a bad mood naturally. Weird. I usually am. Yeah, and we had gone home at like eight fifteen, and it had just started snowing. There wasn't much snow on the ground. And then in the middle of my rage, the plow truck went by at like eight seventeen, and I was like, "All right, buddy, you're shaking the whole fucking house." I'm just yelling <laughs> to myself, like, "There's no fucking snow on the ground. There's dude, a dusting. What are you doing, dude?" Two, like, I think it was two weeks ago. One of the first like big snow snow squalls that we got there. Yeah. I, I live on it's on it's Holmes Road, okay. So it's the same road that Beechridge is on. It's somewhat of a main road, okay. Now, y- you look down the road and you could see the plow truck went around everybody's trash cans to make sure that they didn't get punted. Well, guess whose trash can got fucking punted and not yeah. taken into the trash because it was all over the driveway. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was my house. I would be so. Pleased. I was not impressed. Yeah. Well, you at shouldn't all. have put your trash can in the road. You fuck. It, <laughs> that's literally where it's supposed to go <laughs> you can't just leave it in the driveway Billy. you want to you want to come in and get it well, it's funny it's not the same exact thing but we there's so many people that live at this house that there's always a car parked in the road like well in the, in the road but on the oh, side yeah, by of the road, road your driveway is a mess right now yeah, yeah. whatever i'll, I'll <laughs> Ty shoveled like a one shovel wide path to <laughs> the, the door of his truck yeah. <laughs> 
that was it. To be, to be fair to him, he went to bed at like 12.30 and had to wake up at 3.30 to go to work for four. So uh, he didn't – no, he probably shouldn't have shoveled. I wouldn't, I wouldn't no. have shoveled at all. I would have just walked No, but I, I there, admire but. the effort to at least yeah. shovel yourself a path yeah. to your truck and then go back and put the shovel yeah. back. Oh, he did, yeah. Right. Which, which Jack's by the way, scared the shit out of me because it like fell out when I opened up the Same. door into yeah, your I garage. I was like, ah, it what over. the fuck yeah. is this? Yeah. When uh, but so the we always have someone parked on the side of the road, and it becomes an issue on trash day when the trash truck's coming by, and they have to go like swerve out of the way to avoid the car. So it's funny after they pick up everyone's trash along the roads, everyone's bins are standing up, and ours are like thrown on our yard, like they just. Oh, so yours is like a guy jumps off the back and dumps it in the uh, truck. No, well, no, no, no. Ours is like they pick it up with like the fucking thing the, on the, the side. The Joey Logano's dad's arm thing. Yeah. yeah. What. What? What? Yeah, Joey Logano's dad designed the arm off of trash trucks. That's why they're gazillionaires. Learn something. Well, I hate Joey yeah. Logano even more now. <laughs> but the guy, so they, they do it, and, like, I don't know how. I like, hate Joey Logano because his dad made something practical. <laughs> yes, exactly. Taking jobs away from hardworking individuals. Um, <laughs> I'm not riding on the back of fucking trash trucks. <laughs> they make good money. They make good money. Your teacher said if you didn't go to school or do your homework, you'd be a trash guy. Little did they say that they make more than the fucking teacher does. Yeah. <laughs> we made a teacher cry one That's time funny. in middle school, and she was literally rage crying, telling us all that we were all going to grow up to work at McDonald's. Well, fun fact. Did minimum wage it? is fucking $15 an hour now, so yeah. eat my ass, bitch. <laughs> minimum wage is the exact same amount teachers are getting paid. <laughs> the less, I think. Yeah. No, I, my favorite is uh, teachers were always like, uh, you're never, you're not always going to have a calculator on you, or you're not ever going to have a flashlight on you already. That's like, have you heard of a cell phone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my cell phone does all of those things. Yeah, I remember when they told bitch. you in like third grade for the like rest of your life and the rest of your schooling career, you're going to need to write in cursive, uh, and then they you just... You never <laughs> like literally, they don't even cursive. teach cursive anymore. No, like I think I was probably like the last grade that they taught cursive to. But I remember like vividly, my teachers like you're gonna need to look, like, you're gonna need to learn this because for all of high school and the rest of your life, you're gonna be writing in cursive. And it's like, well, we're not signing the Declaration of Independence, so uh, yeah. nope. I feel like you should know how, no, but yeah. I don't. I yeah. like I feel like you should definitely have the class still. Yeah. But out of all the things that they teach, though, cursive shouldn't be the one that they get rid of. Like they, no. I was thinking about this no. yesterday. They they teach you such bullshit. In, yeah. In like. Math should stop at like eighth grade. Never, grade. never once did I have a how to do your taxes class or how to yeah. apply to college class. But English thank is, fucking Christ, they know how to do the Pythagorean theorem. They should just stop all of the classes that they teach right now at ninth grade and then teach you like life shit for the last two years. And how and to manage a hangover goals. after a three yeah. day bed. <laughs> how to yeah. balance your checkbook. Things like that. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. They don't teach you these things. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sure don't. No. Nope. But at so, least you uh, know geometry. I have a grinds my gears the uh the Wyndham field hockey kid i don't know if you saw let's go so let's go that was so rough girl, that's a rough look this girl uh, i feel bad for her i don't know yeah, her. i, this say, not I don't, her. I don't this know that it was so much parents. her as opposed to her fucking idiot it's, mother yeah. her mom's name's trista that's karen 2.0 <laughs> yeah. like yeah. trista yeah. yeah that's on another level yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah uh, the, uh, the same thing as soon as i read that article i'm like this poor girl she yes. doesn't deserve any of this because this isn't what she wants no. her yeah. mom is a bitch yeah. cunt 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 you She's said cunt. it yeah. uh do so, we know these people before we go shredding nope, them no no so this girl i don't even know what grade she's in 
She's in high school. Though. Yeah, sophomore she or, or junior. Like she I was imagine. all sorts of in fifth grade. Yeah. Now, now this is as it's like been borderline like national news, hasn't it? Kind of. It's, like, I mean, a federal, federal investigation has been launched. Yeah. So for those that aren't from the state of Maine, it, it's you big. might hear about this yeah, recently. Like, so this soon. girl, short story long, this girl has some sort of condition. I don't heart heart condition. condition. Yeah. Um, she, she can't. She can't be outside for extended periods of time in the sun. And she can't. Can't do exert herself physically. Physically, yeah, things like that. So basically, she than... wanted to play soccer. Doctor told her no. She tried out for the varsity field hockey team. Didn't make it because she missed tryouts due to doctor's appointments and it being too hot outside. And probably wouldn't have been that good at field hockey. Anyways, so they put her on JV. Soccer. They put her on JV. Like. Good on them because <clears throat> back in my day, if you got cut, you got cut. Yeah, yeah. You, you did didn't not get to get play. To play yes. yeah. And her mom is suing the school for discrimination. Okay. What? So there's literally varsity JV. There's a discrepancy of one set of kids is better than the other set of kids. Yes. And there are standards in which you base these things off of. Yes. I assume it's physicality of some sort. Athleticism. Intel- yeah. Intelligence of the game. Things like that. So Showing if, up to if, tryouts. If you don't even go <laughs> to tryouts, <laughs> I don't understand your argument yeah. that you, you should be on varsity. And she, again, probably a nice kid. But yeah. if if you're sick enough to the point where you can't even go to tryouts, why should you even be and, playing And that's the what game? The, the superintendent, Chris Howell, said. He's like, listen, we can't just go changing this for someone like her because it sets a terrible precedent. Yeah, then everybody, everybody gets else. to play. Just yeah. make a rotation of everybody yeah. just go beyond varsity. Yeah. That's not how that fucking works. That's yeah. not how life works. <laughs> yeah. And then, so keep going, National Honor Society. I don't know really anything about the National Honor Society other than it seemed like it was a big deal. Yeah, to me, it was just all the fucking nerds that I didn't like in school anyway, so yeah. I didn't really pay so much attention So she to applied to that, didn't make it. Again, it's something that you have to show well, leadership, she communication, also, intelligence. She also had a discrepancy, or not a discrepancy, but a... Part uh, of her, her, her issues, for lack of a better term, was lack of communication and lack of leadership. Well, that's two big things that the National Honor Society requires in their application. So she was denied. Mom's suing for that, too. Again, Howell said, again, we can't change the standards. Like right. this, this is a thing that you have to earn and you have to, That's to like, be on. It's like a paraplegic trying to make a National Hockey League team. And it's then like, yeah. if you can't skate, I'm sorry. That's like no, that's literally like I shared it on Facebook. Like I have a disease in my hip. I was told by doctors I would never be able to play hockey. I had my last meeting with my doctor the beginning of my senior year. And he's like, what sports have you been playing? And I was like, ah, you know, I haven't really played sports the last couple of years, uh, hence why I got fat. Uh, I played baseball, basketball, and soccer year-round before that. And he's like, yeah, I wouldn't play basketball or soccer. He's like, because that's a lot of physical exertion on your hip. You're jumping and stuff. You're running. And he's like, I- actually, hockey is probably one of the better sports for you. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Wait, like, man. I've been going to my friend's hockey games since I was like six years old because I loved hockey. Never could play. Was told I could never, you know, skate or whatever. Finally strapped on the skates. Legitimately, the summer going into my senior year, went to the hockey practice. Like, not there were practices over the summer. Didn't know how to stop. Hockey season. (laughs) Hockey season started like the actual season, and we were only a varsity team. There was no JV back then. There probably still isn't. 
didn't know how to stop. Not only was so, it varsity only, but it was like two or three schools mishmashed into yeah. one team. And we still didn't have enough for like two good lines. Like I was on the third line and I did not know how to skate. I had no <laughs> fucking clue. Later I found out that my skates were like four sizes too big. That's that's a different story. But that's like me weapon. That's like me being pissed I wasn't playing on the top power play unit. It's like right. I just didn't know how to skate. I wasn't good at the sport. Like, well, that's like that's like me showing up at Beechridge and being pissed. Well, what? Why? Why? Why aren't I in the pro series? Yeah, I only have a Mad yeah. Bomber, but why can't I race in the pro series? Yeah. Why are they all faster than me? Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? You should make them all slow down to me. It's like also, that's the same argument. It's also the same thing with like with lacrosse. Like when I played lacrosse, I got put on JV because I had just switched from ho- like I, I left hockey, never picked up a lacrosse stick, picked up a lacrosse stick, went there, missed one of the like actually a couple tryouts probably. And a couple of days of it, and they're like, "Yeah, we could. We'll just put you on JV." I had the time of my life. Yeah, it was like the most fun I've ever had. That's and, and, and going back, like this girl probably has a terrible life. So yeah. we're not shitting on her. No, it's you know, the she mother. didn't ask for any of this. Her and I'm sure her playing, Trista. her playing on JV field hockey can echo what you just said, Brett. She probably loves it. Probably yeah. having it's probably a better fit for her, honestly. But holy fuck, why do we got to sue and get the feds involved? Like. This, this is just, this is, this I, just, is I don't direct, even understand the argument. This is a direct quote from her mom because she didn't risk, uh, risk her life for one two hour tryout session. She was marked down. You just can't do that. And then uh, it, it's like, exactly yeah, what you yeah, can. Yeah, do. You, yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah. And then, it's called uh, attendance. Yeah. Every yeah. other so, kid can also die of heat stroke in that tryout. I, yeah. mean, I yeah. have seen multiple when I was a kid football practices get canceled because kids were just dropping like flies. Yeah. Chris Howell, the superintendent in, in Wyndham, he's, he's a wicked nice guy. He actually, like, a lot of his quotes in here are like, that was like exactly what you needed to say and you fucking nailed it because he said to all of a sudden change the physical requirements for the varsity sport is uh it would make it unfair for the other kids that don't have a disability who cannot meet those same requirements it's like yeah that, yep, yep, yep done exactly. perfect yep so uh well, that it, was that it, was my like, again it's just like you and i saying like well we're we clearly are not good enough to be in the nhl yeah. period I'm, I'm offended but that's like that's like us involved. suing the penguins or the bruins like well, why aren't i on the team well, I'm going like, to email well, Donald Trump right after this because I'm the federal. I didn't need to be a federal investigation on why I'm not in the NHL. I'm pissed. Yeah. I'm really not happy. Yeah. Yeah, I, quit playing, was... I quit playing football in freshman year of high school, but I really think I should be uh, starting a defensive end for the New England Patriots. Yeah, you should so. sue the Patriots. Yeah, Bill yeah. Belichick is going down. Yeah, you should. So, yeah. Patriots? Yeah. Aaron Hernandez? Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, let's well, just have, get into it. Here. I, I, have, I, have to do, I have to do my weapon of the week. Okay. That's true. I have one. My time. weapon of the week. Also relates to football. Odell Beckham Jr. Yikes. I fucking hate this guy. I, I didn't hate him until Monday. LSU wins the national championship, and this guy did his damnedest to make this all about him. And he hasn't played there Side since note, like... Joe Burrow looked so fucking cool. Oh, yeah. Just sitting in a couch, one leg crossed with his elbow on it, ripping the fattest cigar there's after video... just winning the national championship. There's a video of him walking was he still, down the He was tunnel. still in his pads. Still right? in full uniform, no helmet, obviously. His hair slicked back from the sweat, and yeah. I just have, like, I've never seen a kid that yeah. looks so fucking there's cool. There's a video of him fucks. walking through the tunnel, too, and it's like, it looks like he's in an action movie, and he's just ripping a cigar, just, like, you know, looks over at someone, fucking gives a wave, keeps walking. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God, I'm so pissed he's going to be on the Bengals. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, my weapon of the week, OBJ, uh, Trying to make the national championship <clears throat> passing out not playing in. passing out hundred dollar bills in the locker room and again Joe Burrow cool as fuck he's like yeah I took the money because yeah. I'm not a student athlete anymore like my man <laughs> yeah yeah big a, fan of Joe as Burrow. of about twenty seconds ago when that buzzer went off I'm not a student athlete anymore yeah. yeah OBJ made it all about himself and I was watching the Pat McAfee the broadcast I don't know if you saw that at all that uh, Bobby that they had a 
ESPN two was broadcasting it, but it was with they had the different commentators. It was like Pat McAfee was on LSU sideline with you know whatever, and uh, it was so annoying because OBJ just kept like walking by, and Pat McAfee's like, oh. That's Odell Beckham Jr. right there. And then, like, OBJ would, like, get in the mic and say something. And then, like, 10 minutes later, I'm still listening to the same exact broadcast. And here he comes again. Gets, like, right on the mic. Yeah, I turned on that portion of it for about 12 seconds. And yeah. I, first, I couldn't see because there was yeah. four screens. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, nope. No well, there's, a, there's a video of him. But what I don't understand, OBJ went full Russell at the uh, national championship game. It is <laughs> like much Rusty exactly Poland Russell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He was yelling. There's a there's a video of him that Barstool I think posted of him yelling into a megaphone. Did you see that? Yeah, no. Like there's the cops the like ripping the thing away from him, and all he's saying is yeah. <laughs> but then I don't understand how he went from that to like at the end of the game he's just handing out hundreds. Then he's in the locker room and fucking Ed Ogeron or whatever is giving him like a pump up speech, and then in the middle of it OBJ just starts going, "You did this, each one of you. You did this." It's like. You had no shit. You're, you're not <laughs> yeah. on the fucking team. Why are you in the locker room? Like, get out of here. And then he managed to get himself arrested. Yeah. Or an arrest warrant issued out for him because yep. he slapped a cop's ass. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> never hated OBJ until Monday, and uh, now I fucking hate him. Uh, I mean, I hated him when he fucking threw his helmet at a kicking net, and then it <laughs> fell on him. And then and then the next week uh, proposed to it and caressed it. I'm like, this fucking guy is a... Yeah, yeah. To be fair, if I threw something in a kicking net and it fell on me, I would absolutely go nuts. I would just, ah, man, I kind of feel bad for him on that one. But fuck him, hate him. Well, I guess to close out the show, spoilers coming. If you haven't watched the Aaron Hernandez documentary on Netflix, spoiler uh, alert: killer, killer inside the mind of Aaron Hernandez. Um, Shut it off now, because this is all we're talking about until it's over. Um, Again, spoiler alert. Yeah, a lot of spoilers. Spoiler, spoiler one, spoiler, 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 spoiler. Aaron Hernandez spoilers coming in three, two, one. This dude He's was what a monster. What a ride this was. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this dude was a fucking monster in high school. They kept showing pictures yeah. of him like on the field, and I'm like, uh, uh, I didn't I realize how what? young he was. And yeah. I'm looking at this kid. I'm like, he looks like he's 35. He was the like, youngest. Yeah, he's like 20, 24, 25 on the yeah. Patriots. He was I'm the like, youngest player fuck. ever drafted in the NFL. He was drafted at 20. Oh, shit. Like, he, he was such a went to college wild like a animal. Day. He got forced out of high school early to go to Florida. He got forced out of Florida early. Urban Meyer's like, you're a head case, but you're good. Get out. Yeah. So he was gay. Uh, uh, I don't. That's the only thing I, I'm not sure of still, the gay well, thing. I think he... No. I feel like that was a. Uh, I trying think to make myself it's, it's famous tough. for other it's people. It's tough because Dennis Sansusi, his his friend that was the quarterback, like that seemed very. Like, this kid looked like a weenie. He looked, yeah. and <laughs> everyone's like, "Well, he didn't say anything till after Hernandez was dead." Well, no shit, because if he didn't, if he did say something, Aaron would have killed him too. But uh, I don't know. I, the, the if you if you watch it, yikes! If you watch it, like. The, just the way that he's talking and his dad is with him and like he They're just told him like a month ago and like you're just all of a sudden okay with it and I don't know just the whole thing seems that, very yeah, that rehearsed was very weird. and like just you, shut the fuck up yeah. like this, this isn't Gain, about you Matt Gaines said it best to describe those two idiots is we want a book deal yeah is like, that's exactly that's what, what it looks like for them. like that that's the only reason why I'm not like convinced on the gay thing like it was it was interesting that they had um 
the the gay patriot there. What's oh his name? yeah, the fuck I forget his name. The offensive lineman. Anyway. Yeah, Mc- seemed like a nice fella. Yeah, yeah. Seemed, yeah. seemed like he a seemed nice like, fella. but he wasn't what you'd, what you'd expect a gay NFL player to be. Right. Uh, absolutely scared shitless of his own existence. But yeah, exactly. But like he he wasn't there to be like, yeah, I banged out Aaron Hernandez. He's basically he was there, there earlier. But he was there just basically explaining what it would be like to be gay in, in an the NFL. NFL. Locker room. He basically Which, said he was. You know, making himself fat and unattractive to men, which is like weird. And then he was like, just well, that was doing his... everything he could do to mask the fact that he was gay. And well, he said he was trying to make himself gross so that he had an excuse as to why he wasn't dating. That's girls. right. That's right. I yeah, forgot yeah. about that. And the the biggest thing that that caught me was he was basically just cash grabbing the last few years of his NFL contract, trying to make as much money as he could, because as soon as he was done playing football, he was going to commit suicide. Yes. Which is like holy shit. Yikes. So then, even even his doctor again. This isn't Aaron Hernandez. This no, is this a, is yeah, I forget fuck, his name. I can't what the hell? Um, I'm gonna look it up now because it's bugging me. But uh, basically, he he said that, like Bobby said, he was going to just kill himself when he was done because he, he there was nowhere for him to go. Yeah. But so he was talking to like his uh, therapist or whatever. Ryan O'Callaghan. Ryan O'Callaghan. That's right. Um. So basically, his therapist was like, "All right, well, if you're gonna kill yourself anyway, you might as well just tell people." Yeah. Right. He's like, yeah, oh, well, I hide well, it. Okay. If you're, if you're gay, just tell him. And yeah. he sat his parents down. Yeah, and his mother was relieved. She yeah. thought that he was, like, terminally ill. She's like, I don't give a shit that you're gay. Right. Well, yeah. I thought you were dying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so we've all talked about this already, but the way that it was cut, like, the whole documentary was, like, terrible. super terrible. It, it's, it's hard to, like, go down through, like, a timeline of, like, what happened because they jumped from, like, It's like they took the, they to, took like, the timeline run it through a paper shredder and then explained it that yeah. way like it just jumped all around it would it was jump from 2017 to, to 2006 they would like, they would like fuck. give you they would give you like some piece of information and then go back in time to like explain why Which I'll make a yeah. I'll make a suggestion make to everyone cuz this is how I did it so <clears throat> the Boston Globe and Wondery did a podcast about this last summer called uh, Gladiator and it's a seven part podcast about the same thing yeah. do yourself a favor listen to that first because that doesn't touch on everything, but it gives you enough of a general like timeline and knowledge that you I think I feel like you understand the TV documentary a little better. Yeah, but that's yeah. just so, me personally. So one of the things that they they bring up like in the second episode, that, which I feel like should have been pretty early on, was his dad died when he was sixteen after going in for routine hernia surgery, and that basically just that's, flipped a switch. Yeah, that's and, when his life started to like unravel. Yeah. So yeah. he they said that he went from like a really strict household to his cousin's house where it was just there. Well, it was like his mom and his dad dies and his mom starts hooks up with his husband. cousin's husband. Yeah. Yes. And it's like Aaron's cousin it was, was ta- it was like that Tanya yeah, chick's Tanya. husband, right? Yeah. yeah. And Tanya was Aaron's cousin and, and she was, really, was a true ride or die. Yeah, yeah, he was really really close to her. Um so yeah, he started going over to this this, you know, Tanya's house living there and just they were partying Chaos. all the time. And, uh, yeah, so he went to – ended up going to Florida State and uh, – Florida. Florida State. Jesus. Florida. And uh, Urban Meyer, I thought – what I thought was interesting was he was projected to go in the first round, and he fell to the fourth round, and they were saying, oh, you know, there might be issues with well, character Well, word got out stuff. that he was, uh, like, a crazy person. Well, well, he, took well a, no. he took a test before the draft and scored a 1 out of 10 in social maturity, and yeah. that's a huge red flag. Yeah. Right. And uh, – but Urban Meyer said that – he was he he was aware of the fact that while he was at Florida, if he went back to Bristol, Connecticut, Connecticut, bad things happened, happened. No, for the most part. So they were trying to get him to stay at, in Florida at all times, 
And uh, then when he was even drafted by the Patriots, one of his friends, like one of his best friends, not not the gay kid, yeah, he that said might that be there for a cash grab. He, he was said like, that he was hoping he'd go, he to, like go to like Seattle yeah, or California Oakland or something yeah. like that. Go yeah. play somewhere else. Even this kid like, knew it was like he could see oh, his life. Back. This is bad. He yeah. could see his life going like down the shitter. And um, but what, what I thought was interesting that they touched on very very briefly, he punched a uh, bartender in the face in in Florida yeah. while for he was trying there. to make him pay his tab while he was nineteen. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then also busted his eardrum. Also, they yeah. talked about this very briefly. Two men were shot in Florida. Still, have never been found out Which who that it was, was. But the that was weird. They didn't talk about it at all. Whereas the podcast that I messaged, I mentioned earlier, talks about it quite in depth to the point where you're like, uh, Aaron Hernandez killed somebody. Oh, yeah. for stealing a gold chain. Yeah, absolutely. Because the, they were like, uh, he he fits the exact description of what they said that. You know, yeah, what, said this guy looked was like. it the Hawaiian? Yeah, Hawaiian uh, or Hispanic man driving a white car, and he had a white car, and he's a very big Hispanic man. Yes, but so, we're, we can't quite put our finger on it. Yeah. yeah. So allegedly, he killed two people in Florida, and what, what was he like? Nineteen? Yeah. 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 So, he basically and got then set went on to play a full season in the NFL. <clears throat> well, not only that, that was later on, but they basically set a precedent for him at Florida that. Uh, you can do no wrong if you're an athlete. Yeah. You're just like the guy. He punches the bartender, blows his eardrum out. I don't want to press charges. Yeah. Why? Why don't you want to press charges, dude? Like, well, I, the the thing with those huge college towns, like a, like an Ohio State or a Florida or any top tier college like that, the college runs the town. Yeah. Like you, like especially when it comes to sporting and things like that, sports is a huge uh, revenue stream for any college. So like if you go to a, a like a D one football game or something like that, that's a gazillion dollar industry for that college. Yeah. So that's why all these players are going there for free and all this shit because they make it up a hundredfold when yeah. when it comes game time. The, just to go back a little bit, they were talking about his family and the community and how like well known they were. Like what didn't his dad go to the same high school? Yeah. Yeah. Right. His dad was like a football star at the same high school too. So like he, they were well known. They they like, painted a picture early about how his you know his family was well family was obviously big to him, but they kind of painted a picture that his family life was like all right, and then like. They just dropped the fact that his dad was always drunk and bashing yeah. his mom's off face yeah. off the counter. Like you learn this like, after the fact. fact. It's like, well, okay, now this makes a little more sense. Yeah. Like yeah. they asked, they asked his brother, you know, what would your dad have said if he had known that Aaron was questioning in sexuality? And he's like, oh, our dad told us all the time, I'll slap the faggot right out of you. Yeah, Jesus, that's scary. Yeah, yeah. and his dad was a large human Yo, too. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, but there was at the funeral. I think it was, I think it was just a family friend, or like some in the community. They said that they saw Aaron at the funeral and. For, for his dad and he had no emotion on his no. face and she was just like this is bad like yeah, this, this is, is not, not definitely not going to be good and that's you know his life and totally she was very correct yeah. yes <laughs> yeah, yeah. so All as that. it goes on he uh skipping around we're skipping around just as much as the stupid documentary skips around he goes to the cure nightclub in boston and allegedly gets a drink spilled on him by these two dudes now these you know just just do, these two dudes were immigrants. They're just they moved to the theater district in Boston. They're just trying to fit in or whatever. They end up clapped at a red light because they spilled two drinks on Aaron. But that I don't. Wasn't, that no. was in Florida, wasn't it? No, that no, was no. in Boston. That, that was in Boston. Boston. That okay. one is is real weird because it's obvious that he killed Odin Lloyd. That's I mean he's guilty for it. But I don't know if he did that or was it the other guy, Brad Bradley? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Something Bradley. Yeah, what is his first? Aaron his first Bradley? No. no, not Aaron. Uh, this guy had a wonky-ass fucking eyeball, which uh, was because Aaron shot him in the face. Yeah. Right. Strange. Well, <laughs> we'll see the 
only reason why I would think that he was the one that killed those two men Jeremiah is because Bradley? It could be. He looks like a Jeremiah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so they find... They, they That murder case went unsolved for so long until they found the car that was parked at his aunt's house in the garage and had been left there for a while. And there's a surveillance video, the only video that they really had to, you know, get... Like, I mean, tie anyone to that murder was the the surveillance video of the car and if you look in the car alexander bradley uh he uh well you had the a right yeah. uh if you look at the video at the bar when he's obviously pissed and he's yelling in the street or whatever he has like a 12 or whatever on his shirt when he's driving that car on the surveillance video when they pinpointed that car to the murder the same colored shirt is in the driver's seat so yeah. either he shot him from the driver's seat or the other guy he was like aaron lean back even though you've already killed three people before lean back and i'm gonna fucking kill these people because i don't know like the way that he, the way that the surveillance video looks aaron looks very upset and the other guy really doesn't and the way that everyone painted him out to be it was like he was just a loose cannon so he got a drink spilled on him and for like two hours after he was still fucking pissed like yeah. you know it, it was dry and he was still very not happy and just ended up killing him or allegedly i guess he wasn't he wasn't guilty of those. Yeah, but keep in mind, his attorney for that uh, trial was the same one that acquitted Casey Anthony. So yeah. apparently that guy's very good at his job. Yes. Yes. So, very But that good. was before that, that trial was the trial for him killing Odin Lloyd, um, who was his basically brother-in-law, yeah. in a sense, his his, his fiance's sister's boyfriend. Right. Yeah. And they were like boys. You know, they'd go hang out, and they'd, they were out at a club together, and theory has it that he either found out he was gay or found out about found him doing murder something or, or something like yeah. that and basically aaron got scared and uh, got two more boys with him and and they brought him to a gravel pit and filled him full of lead yeah, yeah. aaron seemed like he was covering and all of like very messy scene though like left shell casings yeah. left footprints left shell yeah. casings in a in rental, rental car, car in his name <laughs> left chewed gum and a half smoked blunt yeah like yeah didn't do he uh, he seemed like he was covering all of his bases when he would shoot people. Like he, he like I, I assume Odin knew something that he shouldn't have, and you know, he was afraid he was going to run his mouth, so he killed him. And then Alexander Bradley knew everything. Alexander yeah. Bradley was like his his side, you know, yeah. his, his. And he tried to kill Bradley in yeah, Florida. He tried yeah. to shoot him. And he shot him in the face and tried to kill him. I don't know how you survive a gunshot wound to the middle of the eyeballs. Well, but, he put his hand in front of the barrel so that. Uh, slowed it down yeah. deflected it i don't know yeah. which it's strange but yeah but, but never bradley never turned him in they asked bradley you know why well, didn't you want to turn him in he's like i wanted to take care of it myself and they're like well what were you gonna do and he just said i wanted to take care of it myself right so he was gonna kill aaron hernandez at one point right. or and aaron hernandez knew that once he found yeah, out requested that he a trade alive. from bill belichick and bill belichick goes ah that's not how this fucking works pal seeing as they had just signed him to a five-year 40 million dollar contract yeah. Right. Real interested to see how that would have worked out in Rob Gronkowski's future. New England wasn't going to pay two tight ends that kind of money. Right. So, yeah. very interesting football nuts and bolts there. Obviously, yeah, then, it doesn't matter because it didn't fucking pan out. But so, so anyway, he gets found guilty for Odin Lloyd. Yes. They're pretty obvious that he did that one, I, I'm, I'm I sure. I mean, yeah. Odin uh, ends up in North Attleboro, which is a very ritzy town right and they're like who did the odin lloyd know in attleboro and the only person was aaron hernandez so now going back to the cure lounge double homicide on the in the intersection there this one had huge stakes because if he is found not guilty of the double murder 
his appeal still has some weight for the first one. But yes. if he's found guilty, then it, you're fucked yeah. either way. Yeah. So the the Casey Anthony lawyer there, Baez, Baez uh, Jose? Jose, I don't know, Baez. gangster like apparently. Yeah. Like, looked like again, Jose. very good at what he does. Gets him acquitted of the double homicide charges in the middle of the intersection deal there, so that his appeal is still valid. Or he can appeal. Can appeal. Yeah. So basically, the 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 court they show the court scene, which the raw footage of the court scenes is actually pretty wild. Yeah. Like I well, didn't expect there to be like that good of footage from yeah, they the actual like court. Everything. Yeah. 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 And it, but it, the thing that stood out to me was he doesn't. You don't see Aaron showing any emotion None. until he gets acquitted of the double, double homicide and he breaks down and he starts crying right which that even when he was found guilty of the first one he yeah nothing no, nothing, he, nothing which that yeah. leads you to believe that this was all planned out because if you had in the state of massachusetts an appeal and you barrack you rule. die yeah. during the appeal thrown out it's like nothing happened yeah, yeah. you're scot-free yeah at the time at, at the time, time. Then yeah. they went because back of all this what, fuck what was that called abatement uh, abatement Yes. Because of all this, in March of 2019, which I didn't know this, uh, they changed that law. They yes. got rid of that law. Yeah. Uh, saying it was but, archaic. But basically, he charged him, I think, too. I, like, like you said, I'm he probably sure, had a, a plan. It planned out to where if he knew if he got acquitted on the second set of charges, the appeal is still open for the first homicide. And there, if he dies, then it's like nothing happened, and whatever contracts or money he has goes straight to family and loved ones. Yeah. So... Later on that night, <laughs> goes and uh, does. Yeah, well, it was up. like they played that bit from the Kirk and Callahan morning show, which those guys are complete and utter buffoons. And the shit that they were talking about on the show with some guest was like horrific. I'm like, holy fuck! Like they got some girl in there was like, huh, I wonder if Hernandez was a tight end or a wide receiver, right? And it's like, what are you buffoons even talking yeah. about? Yeah. What the fuck? You know, basically making fun of him for being gay. You know, you guys are two fucking radio hosts in Boston and just running your gums like you're no better. Right. Yeah. Boston radio in general is the worst. <laughs> As someone who doesn't like the majority of the Boston sports fans, I like it. I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they too don't like Felger the majority Maz, of Boston sports. So. Felger and Maz, love it. The two worst guys it. ever to speak into a microphone. Injected into my veins. Yeah. Uh-huh. Love it all. Cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Aaron Hernandez had CTE. That's the, 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 the end of it, I guess. They they uh, they take well, his brain, and it's like half the size of a normal human brain, which was weird, and it's got right full of CTE things, Yeah, which, whatever that may again, be. Again, that's not an excuse, but no. would would point you in the direction of why he made the decisions that he did. Yeah. Um, also, getting CTE or getting concussions doesn't mean you're going to kill people. I mean, no. I've had a lot of – well, not a lot of concussions. Had one really big one. Uh, still haven't killed anybody. So right. That you know of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, no, but um, again, going back on the abatement thing, he kills himself, leaves a note. He leaves three notes: one yeah. for his daughter, suit, uh, one for his, his fiance, fiance, one for the daughter, one for his lawyer. Lawyer, right? Bias. And um, starts with "What's up, homie?" Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the, the one for his wife at the you. end says, "You're rich," meaning that he probably knew how the abatement shit worked, and that if he's can, that. Basically, all of his shit goes away, and yeah. she is now entitled to his forty million dollar contract over the next five years. Yeah. So, which it wouldn't have been all of that because there no. is clauses and shit. But uh, spoiler alert: she didn't get any of it. Yeah. So, because it, it, they even said like, it, it, if that had happened, the Patriots but, were going to fight that yeah. every which way to Sunday, and oh, yeah. they would never. You'd, you, she would have had to spend so much in lawyers and, and legal fees that it, it wouldn't have like, mattered. Cool, anyway. you spent two million dollars to get a million. I bet you're happy right. with that. 
Awesome. Yeah, that was the long and short of it. I mean, we didn't really do a, a great job getting into it because it's a three and a half hour documentary. And we just, just watch spent it. Twenty. I actually minutes, think, but... for the most part, we did a solid job putting it the way it should have been. <laughs> like, <laughs> we it. unscrambled it. Yeah, because like, it was so scrambled. And so, but like, there's a I lot was, to it. I was making yeah. notes. I was making notes so I wouldn't forget in my notes app, and then like they would say something that happened like three things before the notes that I had, and I was like, fuck, now I have to go like book back and like piece it in where it needs yeah, to be. It was well, yeah. I feel like, like we, we did. We, uh, we barely scratched the surface, but you just need to watch it. When we did the same mishmash breakdown of "Don't fuck with cats," I had a lot of people at, uh, excuse me, tell me that they watched that after we talked about it. So uh, yeah. I think Netflix should be paying us to talk yeah, about their shows. That's yeah. What I think. Yeah. All right. So last portion of the evening here or morning, I guess. Yeah, it's getting chilly down here. It, it is. is. I'm yeah. fucking cold. I think the furnace just broke. It was actually broke earlier this week, so it wouldn't surprise me at all. Sick. Love um, our so. uh, answer the internet segment. Brad pre-screened some cards for us here, so we didn't get the, oh, if your mom was going to be home in 10 minutes, w- would you jerk off for 11 minutes? If you had the choice between a four-inch dildo or a four-and-a-half-inch dildo, <laughs> which one would you use? <laughs> all right. We're not fucking. Uh, <laughs> all, right. all right. So we weeded out some so, cards. Yeah. Brad chose three. Charlie picks one, I pick one. Charlie, go first. <laughs> okay. If you could be homeless in any city, where would you choose? San Diego. San Diego. Yeah. I mean, Every like time. Yeah. So Anything hot. Miami. Or, yeah. yeah. Ooh, Miami would Miami be Miami would be a good one. Yeah. You see some wild shit oh. in Miami. Like, even, I'd, I'd even try to stow away in a jet plane and get to Hawaii to be homeless. I mean, I feel like okay. that would suck. You'd actually, probably die on the way there, but. Actually, no. I think I'd probably. I'd, I think you'd have to go to California. I mean, well, see, the earthquake's going to be a shit show. Have you seen hurricane? Have you seen be, the shit about Hollywood? Where they like, there's like no laws for homeless people. Yeah, so people so just many. shit in the road. Yeah, I listened, to, I listened to. I think it was, oh, fuck, it wasn't Bill Burr. I don't remember what podcast, what podcast I was listening to, but someone was like, yeah, I was driving down the road like to, to get. Oh, it was, it was uh, two bears one cave. Tom Scare and Burt Kreischer. They're like, yeah, I, you know, on my way, just on my way here, I saw a guy with his pants down, jacking off on the side of the road, <laughs> and a guy completely butt ass naked, just taking a shit on the sidewalk. Yeah, it's like, oh my god. <laughs> What a life! Yeah. yeah, I would say something, LA. something warm, <laughs> something warm. Yeah, yeah, take me down south. Something on the west coast, because uh, I don't want to get hit with. Because even Charlotte gets cold occasionally. Yeah, you don't really want to do that. Chicago is fucking cold all the time. I've never been to California, but I've heard the weather's the same at all times. Pretty it is. Much, so yeah, I'd say I'd Southern California, Miami, something like that. Yep. for sure. I mean, in all reality, I'd probably just kill myself. But Whoa, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, okay. being homeless doesn't well, sound the, fun. Well, that thing I was talking about with like the Hollywood deal is like they they said that it's just easier to be homeless. And like just get high all the time. I was like, yeah, no shit. Like obviously well, that's yeah, easier yeah. than going to work every day, you fucking scumbag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I could just drink all day yeah. and have no bills or responsibilities, yes, that would be easier yeah. than the and, current but life okay I'm living. With it. Like they don't they, well, like, they had nothing to begin with. I don't need a house. Like yeah, Like the reason I would kill myself is because I knew I used to have a house and a girlfriend and a dog and cats and race cars and a family that loved me and now I'm homeless, so I'd yeah. rather die. Yeah. yeah. Solid, Jesus solid Christ, we'll, we'll make sure that that doesn't happen. I think Bob. Bobby's put some thought into this before. <laughs> uh, Shower thoughts. So uh, mine is, what are your top three gas station snacks of all time? Ooh. Gummy sharks. Muddy buddies. Ooh. I love like, gummy sharks. I always go with uh, just the fucking... <laughs> I'm a big sl- checks mix. I'm a big Slim Jim kind of guy, too. That's not, the, that's not an all-time. The sleeve of six powdered donuts. Cowtails. Not bad. I not hate bad. Slim Jim. I hate Charleston Chews. Oh, uh, <laughs> all my fillings just all jumped out of my mouth. I'm a probably, big gummies guy, though. Probably like a NOS energy drink. I'm a, I'm a fan of those. Yeah, I a good a, soda. It, yeah. I just get a body armor. The orange mango body armors are fucking I'm not a delicious. big gas station snacker, though. Like, on our road trips that we've done, I'm Beef usually the one that just... I usually get I like something... six laps, and then I don't get I usually anything. get something weird, though, like... 
Didn't I get like a sandwich or something? Like that egg salad sandwich? Oh, Jesus day. Christ. <laughs> I mean, it's not much better because I usually get the taquitos. If, I, if it comes between an... Uh, oh, yeah. the little roller thing. Yeah. Yeah. If, it become, if it becomes between an egg salad gas station sandwich or a taquito, I'm just going to go with the taquito. I think I'm just going to get a slice of pizza before I get yeah. like a snack. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I, I often get like a, a Slim Jim or... Yeah, shit. It, like I don't know. I, I, I would say the something. majority of the time that I go in there, I just get a pack of gum and like a bag of Chex Mix. It's pretty huh. much it. I'm pretty. Yeah, you can't um, go wrong with that. Yeah. yeah, like I said, I'm just not a not a big gas up. station snacker. Usually, got a rock of piss though. Anytime you go in there. So oh yeah, that's yeah, why you're there. Yeah. You're there to piss more than to gas up. But guess <laughs> we do need gas, but we really have to pee. Yeah, you catch my eye with a nice slice of pizza though. I'm I'm all on board. I don't know. It's gotta be a. It's gotta be an attractive slice of pizza, though. I, I'm not a big pizza guy to begin with, so like it's gotta look oh, pretty damn good. I don't know how you're not yeah. a big pizza. As guy. As long as it's warm and has cheese on it. Yeah. Like, this could yeah, be. This much, could be a slice of cardboard with cheese. Probably gonna eat it. Pretty much, you put warm cheese on anything, and I'm. I'm yeah. You put cheese it. on some dog shit, and it's probably not that bad. Yeah. I mean, you put enough of it. A little bit of ranch. Oh. <laughs> uh, a little bit of hot sauce. Yeah. Mix them together. Yikes. Ooh, some cheesy shit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> not you, bad, not bad. What are you Yikes. Um, it's mine. If you could put any franchise restaurant in your house, what would it be? Ooh. Oh, man. Wait, restaurant or like fast food? Or Just does it as a uh, franchise, franchise restaurant. Um, oh, shit. Fuck. I would want something with like a little bit of variety, but damn. Does it come with the staff? <laughs> I mean. Because I'm going to for sure go with a Tilted Kelt or a Hooters at that point. <laughs> oh, yikes. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it should no. Yeah. It's a little rapey. It's not like you're gonna go make it yourself. You have to have someone bring it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, who does? I was. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, I love bread. Mm. Yep. <laughs> uh, yep. I love beer. That's actually. They got both of that. That's a solid one. I was thinking of the one. Yeah, right but then they start singing on your birthday, and then you're in your living room. Go in your basement like, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're just like walking by, you get hit with a mechanical ball, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, somebody's <laughs> fucking birthday. They're bringing out that stupid saddle. Yeah. No, um, I, I was going to go, my first thought was Red Robin, because I love yep. I love their burgers, but I can't just eat burgers. I was thinking, my biggest problem with fucking Red Robin is I have a problem paying $12 for a hamburger. My biggest problem with Red Robin is like it 14, used to be way better than it is now. Like, when I first started, when I probably, like, the last couple years that I was in high school, like, 2013, 14... I loved Red Robin. Every time I'd want to go out to, to eat, we'd go to Red Robin every single time. And now, uh, I don't know if they changed their burgers. They're not as good. Like, I don't know if it's just the meat itself. I think it is because, like, before, they're fucking delicious. And now I get the same burger every time, so it shouldn't be that much different. I don't know what it is, but I, they're not as good. A close so. second I was thinking is a B-dubs. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, nothing. Yeah. I mean, I'm going there today to watch one of the football games. I, I'm all in friends, on so. uh Boneless parm jo- or parm <sighs> garlic Every wings. That's, yeah, oh. and cheese curds. Actually, that sounds wicked. That's, when are you go? Uh, well, <laughs> I leave here. I gotta go to Wyndham. Okay, and then I gotta go to the mall and get some jeans because I have no jeans. I gotta scrub my nuts, so maybe I'll go home. That sounds wicked. Good. <laughs> Does sound wicked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess we could change it up. What about fast food? If you had to put a fast food franchise, Taco in, Bell, Taco Bell, Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen's a good one. Nah. Dairy Queen's a good what? one. What? <laughs> Dairy Queen. The is best. A good one. The only fast food I'll eat unless I'm incredibly hungover. Or inconvenient. I don't really like. I don't really I like like would... love fast food anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't See, I don't know though, because when you're drunk, there's not much anything better than like a twenty piece from McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's like Mc... nugs, man. Oh, you're hungover. Just the greatest. Or like a nice McGangbang. Yeah. If you if you 
What? <laughs> you don't know what it is? Yeah, I know. Oh, I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> I just didn't yeah. know it. I knew anybody no, personally that's had one. Oh, yeah, they're great. There was the one of the – so <laughs> where I lived in Ohio, there was actually two McDonald's within a mile of each other. Okay, but they were on One like, was for the black people and one was for the white people. <laughs> oh, Ohio does seem like that kind of state. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> No bullshit. My dad was telling me back in like 1990, he went to Volusia to race in Florida. So they're on their way home. They stopped off in South Carolina somewhere, and then they just you back know. to racing. Yeah, the guy <laughs> racism. Uh, the guy, the, the guys wanted the guys wanted something to eat, so they found a, a McDonald's and they go in there, and it's all black people in there. It's all black people working there. And, uh, Did they get some funny looks? So they're standing there in line. The guy turns around, and is like, "Hey, bud, uh, there's another McDonald's just down the road." Dad's like, no, we're just, oh. oh. <laughs> so, so, guys, we got to go. And they get in the truck and trailer, and they drive a mile down the road. And there's another McDonald's, and there's all white people in it, and there's all white people working there. And Where was like, this? Somewhere in South Carolina. Was it 1930, by chance? Uh, 90, but, like, holy fuck. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, racism or uh, segregation was still alive and well back then. Maybe I holy went to the wrong fuck. Waffle House. Every Waffle House I've been to has been all black people, too. There's no, a lot of those. No. <laughs> waffle, I don't know. A good Waffle House is good for a hungover I've never Sunday. been to a Waffle House. Oh, waffle it's house worth is your so time. Good. It's worth. Well, there's like, none around here. So the, it's the so food simple. Is, so, the, so exactly. Good. The food is nothing to write home about, but it's so greasy, and it's yeah. just exactly it's what perfect. you need in the moment. Yeah. It, that's the, the only way to describe it. We'll go to a Denny's for here. Ish, give or take. Denny's sucks. Yeah. I Denny's. I would eat I would go to Denny's over IHOP any day. Anytime. I don't think that's a thing. Anytime. I don't really care Give me shoots. Yeah, shoots. Yeah, it's, a, it's a Wyndham thing. It's a very high class pick of you. High class <laughs> guy. The three of us could go there and eat a nine course meal, and they'd be like, "Okay, your total is six dollars and thirty seven cents." Oh, it's I didn't even great. Know. Well, that's never even heard that's, of it. That's three dollars and thirty cents more than Denny's would be for us. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> no, anyway, I was saying that there was two. Back to the McDonald's. There was two McDonald's. Actually, there was two McDonald's, two Taco Bell's, within a mile of each other. Okay, now. One of them logical. you could actually go to and order a McGangbang through the drive-thru, and they knew exactly what you were talking about because they had nothing but drunk a college tig a kids of, all the time. A lot of gangbangs. I'll take one McGangbang and eight dudes come out and swarm your car. <laughs> <laughs> Black guys. Uh, yeah. You were at the wrong McDonald's. <laughs> Charlie's that little white girl on the couch surrounded by 12 uh, black guys. Yeah, I thought I was auditioning for something. but <laughs> <laughs> I forgot why I was here. Uh, All right. So are we done? So yeah, episode 48. All right. Episode 48 presented by Tandem Payment. If your small business accepts debit or credit cards, you may be paying too much in processing fees. Get in front of the program. Evan Orvath, a call with Tandem Payments. He will be able to give you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Hey. Way easier to do that when you're not drunk. Man, yeah. you were Holy like, shit. you were dipping the rights off the pavement yeah. that whole time. Like, yeah, you, you were on the edge of You right were up yeah. over the lip on the front stretch at Beach Ridge at go, least. I was trying to go fast enough that where you guys wouldn't start laughing or just hit the button for Charlie, no reason. Charlie and I both just started to lean back. Going, <laughs> yeah, I got to, if you're current merchant and then you were like fucking. <laughs> yeah, that helps. <laughs> That's why I was dipping Fuck. the pavements off the fucking right side. Dipping the pavements dipping the off, right right side. Side. Yeah, off the pavements. <laughs> guys, guys, bring her to pit road. Put some new pavements on. <laughs> Oh, oh fuck! Did I say that I was just uh, sober? Because I'm gonna go back and say I'm drunk for what I just yeah, said. The last sure. sentence. Dipping the yeah, dipping so, the pavements off. Not a is single that the show title. 
dip, dip it in the pavements off the right side. There it is. Because that was going to be my next question once I hit the stop button. Dip in the pavements off the right side. People are going to read that and be like, excuse me? Wait, man. Uh, That's well, more confusing than I've jammed my balls into worse. Yeah. Uh, yeah fuck. So, right. uh, what tandem payments? Star Speedway? Uh, Hudson Speedway. Hud- We're oh, working out a deal with them to talk about things, and they're going to talk about our things and things. And uh, yes, that's in the works. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. What's possible f- main vintage race car association things yeah, too? That's yeah. some other Atlantic things. City in two weeks. I don't think there's anything going on. Next. The Pro Bowls next week. Ooh. Yep. And Fucking that's yikes. a thing. Uh, yeah. So that's episode forty-eight. I think episode Jimmy Johnson. What are we playing for an outro song? What's I don't know. Well, it's episode forty-eight. So what's your favorite song, Bobby? I'd have to I'd have to think about it. I'm thinking I'm not a favorite song of all time. I have a Ooh, how about that new heater from Eminem? Did, did you did oh, I say well, that? Because that's one. what I was that exactly what I was really? thinking was <laughs> really? like I'm I was what I was getting at is I have like I have a playlist on that's Spotify called the BT Bangers, and I added one of Eminem's new songs to that this week. So we'll go with that. It's got some, like some Ed Sheeran in it, which I fucking oh, hate wait. Ed Sheeran, but that song is a heater. You're talking about the Godzilla one or? Well, not the one where he's shooting up the concert. No, 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 no. The one <laughs> that on one hundred four seven on my way. The one where we were at Joey's and he like speaks at like nine hundred miles an hour towards the end. Oh yeah, no, no, not that one. No, the oh, one with Ed Sheeran. I, I mean, I like that one too, but I like the one Damn. with Ed Sheeran. It's, Fine, it's a heater. So, All right. Uh, well, uh, yeah. So Eminem dropped a new album. Mac Miller's album also came out, but uh, Mac Miller's parents dropped a well, new album. Yeah, you get yep. it. Uh, so here's some Eminem. Damn girl, with your sexy ass. <laughs> Let me holler at you. It's one of those kind of nights. Yes. This beat's taking me back to my D12 days. When we hit the club to go and hell raise. Probably end up bagging a cocktail waitress and taking her straight back to the Motel 8. Yeah. Bazaar's trying to get a lap dance off of Xanax and Jack Dan. Stripper walked by. I'm like, get damn. She's like, that's harassment. I'm like, yeah. And holy Toledo. It's Miss Ohio. That's the best ass I've seen in a while. We should be dating. She's from Cleveland, but she's a bingo. This chick is catty. Is that a miniskirt? If it's a maxi, that's the shortest thing for a dress. Cincinnati. She said, fuck off and threw a liquor at me. It's one of those kind of nights. If you wanna go hard tonight, well, then the smoke and the bottle are on me. Slip into the red dress you like. When we arrive, we probably won't leave. I love the way you move like that when you push your body on my own wanna smoke, drink, dance until the sun rises. It's one of those kind of nights. This beat keeps taking me back like my ex does. Only cause how good the sex was. Hit up the next club, met Alexa. But she was so extra, called her etc. Had a like, oh my god, my whole iPod's filled with your songs. I'm on my lawn to him. I said, oh my god, you know my songs. That's totally awesome, mate. Marsha, what's going on? Eh? <laughs> Seriously though, jokes aside, how you doing? You straight? She said, no, I'm bi. She said, are you drunk? I said, no, I'm high. I'm checking out the chick. She said, so am I. What's in the cup? Let me see that. Girl, where the rest of that promethazine at? She said, cool, gotta run out to my Cadillac. Don't I'll be like Fat Joan, bring the lean back. Then I said, if you wanna go hard tonight, well then the smoke and the bottle are on me. I slip into the red dress you like. When we arrive, we probably won't leave. I love the way you move like that when you push your body on my She's getting low on me Says she wants to go with me I said, go with you where? She said, out I said, I'm a candle I'll go out if you blow on me Walk around to the parking lot Here comes the brigade Turns like a flip page Swifty looks shit-faced Say peace to McVay And me and this chick take off Like a sick 
problemo Windows a dark tint, pull up the car windows Monte Carlo in park, bumping bazaars demo Getting head in the bucket, marshmallow, yeah I never in a club met a woman worth knowing But if you're hoeing, opposite the track I'm someone you're knowing I'm high and you're by, I'm coming, you're going If you wanna go hard tonight Well then the smoke and the bottle are on me I Slip into the red dress you like When we arrive we probably won't leave I, I love the way you move like that When you push your body on my, oh my You wanna smoke, drink, dance until the sun rises It's one of those kind of nights 